I got to ask you, we saw last week the gesture of the title belt. What exactly were you alluding to? What was that meaning? Come on, Tony Schiavone, you're smarter than that. South Carolina, what does this mean? Can't wait for that, and look at who Bunny's opponent is! What an ovation here! From Gold Coast, Australia, Tony Storm! My God, the Raptors are rattling in the land of the Gamecocks. Never say never. Done four already, but now it's steady. And then they went one, two, three, four. The top of wrestling with your host, OGM, the professor. Good shit. Late to every episode. Late so much, I'm going to have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude. <laughs> I want to be a podcaster. Yay. It's my name is Kenta. I'm going to call him Kenta. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you. <laughs> You're so high, you don't even know it. Ahoy, my boy. You ready for a scotch ad? We don't know anything <laughs> about him. The only thing he's got in his wallet is a bunch of names of whorehouses. <laughs> That's flair! <laughs> <laughs> Probably looks like Jim Duggan shaking the tape out of his crotch. Benoit, enjoy my wife. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my god, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording. What a dick! <laughs> I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist me hard. I need a minute to recover off that. What kind of game is it? War games! Let a war! War games! Our impressions. I have, yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark like a dog. <laughs> oh, 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 jinx. Holy shit. How did that actually happen? Here we go. Go. It is the 100th episode of the Top of Wrestling Podcast. We're here. We made it. We didn't break up like some bands tend to do after their first album. We made it into the, what is it, the fourth season now? Yeah, it's the fourth season. Yeah, that's, wow, wow, look at us going. We're going for the long haul. We're going to beat the, the greats like Seinfeld and Tom and Jerry and all those big, long-lasting shows. I don't know. 
Anyway, hey, thanks for listening to us. Of course, if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Up until this point right now, for the last 13 episodes, we have been telling you to subscribe, like, and share. Because if you shared, you are entered for today's big giveaway. And I do have the app ready to go to hit random, which is kind of fun. I'm glad I'm actually doing this live here in front of uh, even ODM. He didn't even know that. And speaking of, I'm not going to chat too much without the co-host of the Top of Wrestling Podcast, The Doc, ODM. I'd like to switch it up as I have been all uh, year. I've been saving this for a very special occasion, aka today. A nice bottle of uh, bourbon barrel aged stout. Runs at about 12%, I think. I even brought out my finest glassware. So while I'm cracking that, do me a favor. It's out of context, but it's 100 bitches, so let's do it right. Hit the music. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a day of throwbacks. That's, oh, this is going to be a good day. So, let me ask you. I, I, I see one bottle as you're pouring right now, but are there multiple bottles there, or just the one is saved for this show? Well, this one is the one that I saved. I mean, I honestly got it. It's not like I've been sitting on this for years, but, you know, it was one of the, this is a special beer. This isn't just a, man, I'm going to crush this tonight, you know? So Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's 12%, so I'm saying if you have two of those, oh, no, no, shit's no, going to no, get no, nutty no, no. by the end of this episode. I do episode. have some higher octane <laughs> ones in the fridge, but I'm not opening those. No, I've got my, uh, my standard to follow up with. <laughs> I'm not sure if I ever told you the story. I may have, but uh, while we were in limbo for the RV to take off uh, back in 2017, there's a a bar slash brewery downtown in Rochester. I can't, I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. Um, but I went in, had a couple of, uh, a couple soda pops and I was not aware how high in content they were. Oh. People were like, you need to sit down. They, they, like after three of them, they're like, yo, you're not talking and walking. Right. You may want to sit down for a couple minutes. And I was like, what? They're like, eat, eat some pretzels. I'm like, I'm fine. They're like, you're not. <laughs> it was, they hit you pretty hard. Those eleven point six beers, man. I I never had those types of content. I'm a Budweiser guy. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, yeah, <laughs> this is standard fare for me. I actually just looked. This one's fourteen percent, actually. So, oh shit, is getting nutty. It looks like a dark chocolate milk, dude. It's like it's a stout. Yeah, it's black. Delicious. <laughs> Well, today's show, the huge WrestleMania weekend is in the book, so we got tons to cover. We got news, which is pretty much just the WrestleMania weekend. (laughs) Uh, We have Bring It to the Table. We have a uh, good shit from someone that I'm ready to pick a bone with already early (laughs) on today, but yeah, we'll get there. We got the Monday Night Wars because it was Spring Stampede 97, the first face-off. 
of DDP and Macho Man Randy Savage did not disappoint. So we'll get into that with the Raw and Nitro to follow. Plus, we actually have a movie of the week. And as we've said, it is our 100th episode, bitches. So here we go. Let's let's talk about, you know, who won. Now, I'm not talking about the giveaway. Let's first get into it, man. Let's talk about the Fantasy Draft League. And new! Hell yeah, baby. Oh, I, I appreciate the and new. Oh, that feels good. Man, so how does someone keep cutting a promo from fifth or sixth place as a commissioner? Maybe seventh. And keep being like, well... Nights, it's it's not over yet, dude. It was over when the season began. Let me tell you something. Walking into night one of WrestleMania, I was like, "Look, it. I don't even need points. I think I could probably slide by going zero mm-hmm. and probably win for the weekend." Which I did the math. That actually is what happened. I didn't need the wins. Opening yeah. match, Usos win, and I had both Usos, and I go, "Well, that's a lock." <laughs> I did not expect Bobby Lashley to be almost. Yeah, I was like, right. oh, my God. I was like, there's some more points. I got new women's tag team champions. I was having a great WrestleMania weekend, even when it wasn't fun to watch. But actually, I, I was quite entertained, and we'll get into that. Um, Man, it's kind of funny because I made the joke on the, the thread. I was like, so... So, we really got to get down to the meat and potatoes. Are you guys shipping me this belt? <laughs> like, I, I need to know. And I got message from Flamingo on the side, and she was like, hey, you know, I've been kind of arguing with him that we should actually just send you the belt. I'm like, what a bitch he is. Seriously, put on You know a what I mean? Belt. I'm like, dude, oh, my God, every <laughs> one of the promos, that's the first thing I say. I go, bro, A, put clothes on. B, you did this as a recording, and it wasn't live. He tried talking shit during the paper. He goes, hey, mid-card, because that's my my thing in there. Yeah. How bad do you want to suck Gad, get Chad Gable's nipples right now? And I go, uh, bro, first, put a shirt on. B, you could have re-recorded that. You know that, right? You didn't need to have that botch in that video. <laughs> if you're going to cut a promo, come on, man. And I even started the day yesterday. With a promo, uh, I did a very, what I like to call the Alexa Bliss promo, at least of recent years. Yeah, where that makes sense. They, she sucks you in, man. She gets the sentimental side going, and, and last night meant everything to me. I know I'm really an asshole to put up with sometimes, but really, it really meant everything to me, and I really just can't thank anybody but myself. <laughs> And it's pretty much the route I took with my promo yesterday, telling everyone, uh, I go, and I just can't tell every one of you enough to suck my dick. (laughs) Top of wrestling podcast, baby. Two seasons in a row. Hey, man, you, uh, I got to get regrouped here. I kind of zoned out after you said Alexa Bliss sucks you in. Um, So, (laughs) last year. (laughs) Oh, now I'm out. I don't know what I'm thinking about anymore. (laughs) Last year, we roll in, I fucking run away with it. Clean. This year, you run away with it. Clean. I was the closest to you, and I was a few hundred points off. And I was at least 100 points up on the next team. 
And that's with Ray Phoenix being gone almost the entire season. Kingston missed a yep. few weeks. Statlander missed a few weeks. Um, who the hell else? Somebody else was injured too. Oh, Big E. Yeah. yeah. So. And it's funny, like you had Statlander. I'm like, okay, so a non-winner person anyway. But still, you know what I mean? Like you didn't have a whole lot of winners throughout the whole group, and you were still in second place. Um, and it was funny because they're like, he even kept saying, even yesterday, it's not over yet. Dude, you'd have to have the, <laughs> someone so would hard. have to have the winner in every match. And I want to tell you that Knoxville's winning tonight and Pat McAfee's winning tonight. No one has those guys drafted because they're not draftees or whatever you want to call right. it. You know what I mean? Was, did anybody even have Cody? You know what I mean? Like after he got, yeah, I don't know. you know, after he released, that's, it was funny. I, I just, I, I, like the win, we have, I think, a month or two off, which is cool. We could start to get ready. I think it's right before SummerSlam that we begin again, uh, and I am your champion. On the DL, I'm in town. Me and you can be together. We'll tell them we're not together, and then we'll just be together on the same oh, camera. Oh, dude. I'm not, going to the, I'm not going to the draft party. But I do got to – maybe I'll just make a paper championship like I said I was going you to. You should. And then that would be the best know. way to do it, just a cardboard <laughs> one. Awesome. I'll have to get a, a cool case like that, boy. Uh, so, hey, man, let's talk about another winner. Here we go. This is the moment you have been waiting for. The winner of the championship match between Roman Reigns and Brett. No, I'm just kidding. This is the opportunity. Not the opportunity. This is the moment. This is the moment that for 13 weeks we have been talking about. And all right, look it. My kayfabe is over, pal. It's not an extra medium shirt. Extra it is medium. Extra medium. It is the size of the winner. We're going to have it custom made for you, obviously. No, I don't mean we're going to get your name put on there, but I mean I we're going to get say, it to your exact size. I was going to say, take it easy with our custom. No, we're going to get it to your size uh, because... There's no point in throwing out a large shirt if you are a tiny person, you know what I mean, or even a real big guy. Or I'm like, way. I had that thought. I'm like, what if the winner is like a triple XL? You know what I mean? I'm like, it, you not know, uncommon. I'm if that boy things. enters, we're gonna. I don't. I don't have enough money to get a blanket made. Uh, anyway, quilt it. This is it. Um, hey, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation style. Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Hitting the button. I can't. I don't know. I I, I don't have a sound machine over. Yeah, don't bother. Yeah. yeah, you lost the plot. Whatever. Oh, hang on. Before I uh, actually let this go here, because uh, reloading. Uh. ODM, I haven't even told you. I don't think we've actually even talked about this. We have fifth. Separate entrance. Ah, nice. Lines I'll up with that. our listeners. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, but hey, um, that does not include any of the shares of me, you, or Nightwing. So that's a plus. There's that. Nick Op Nip Nick Opalowski. <laughs> you were disqualified. <laughs> not today, Putin. <laughs> Putin trying to join our podcast. <laughs> Hi, my name's Nick, and I was wondering, can you review Saturday night's main event? 
And I'm like, yo, you asked me to do it. I did it. <laughs> and then he said, could you guys review Saturday Night's main event? Huh? Wait a second. Oh, this is a trick. Oh, God damn you, Putin. <laughs> it's probably that boy's burner account. You know, yeah, we'll have to get to that another day. You know, <laughs> no, we won't. We'll get to it right now. When I went on the road, and uh, we, we went live with our social media and website and all this stuff, mm-hmm. there was someone following us out of nowhere talking shit for no reason. And then all of a sudden they just pissed off once I stopped caring. I remember. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they just stopped. I'm like, but they we weren't posting anywhere that you would think that like it would just be a random person right they were purposely like hitting at things so i was like i think it was the burner one like you just said all right you know drama aside let's get into the winner here we go now as i said you are entered each time that you shared so that was the the different participants ah uh-huh. so, so some have more names in here than others of themselves I just see a lot of Mark Fantasia, Mark Fantasia, Mark Fantasia. Here we go, and button. Oh, oh, oh man. All right. It's cool because it's actually someone that I know, and it's, uh, I, man, have you met him yet? No. You know what? He was actually at my going away show, I think, and so you may have met him originally all the way back in the day, but it's. Little John, Little John, the, uh, ah. John Bauer, yeah. actually, you have got the top of wrestling podcast shirt. Dude, that's awesome. So uh, you'll have to let me know your size. It's funny because he knew the rules. He uh, he texted me and he was like, hey, man, today, the day we record on Monday. Hey, man, are we cool to talk yet? I love you, man. Thank you for waiting. I appreciate that. Yes. I'm all caught up. Pulling an audible before we even get into this week's shit. So, hey, congratulations, John Bauer. We, we, you and I will get we'll get in touch. We'll get you your shirt. Uh, but he's not John Bauer on our show. He's Lil John. If you're going to be the winner of our uh, first ever shirt, you have to be dubbed a name. You're Lil John. Uh <laughs> Normally, we don't do this segment until maybe uh, halfway into the show, but I'm going to bring them up now. <laughs> Odium, let me ask you a question. How long have we been doing this podcast? How, how, how many episodes would you say? It's probably about 71, something like that. Yeah, even in those 71? <laughs> <laughs> do you think I've ever mentioned about I always tend to watch things later? I know that you've multiple times brought up that we are usually radio silence when an event is going on unless we know we're both watching it where we will communicate during the show. Mm-hmm. You brought that mm-hmm. up several mm-hmm. times. Yeah. On air, off air. Um, a messenger group. I even, You're right. I actually even mentioned the story about the time that a guy who was listening to the old radio show messaged me the winner of the main event of a wrestle kingdom and i called him the hard c word because i was like bro like are you serious like I, i'm not on japan time i have a fucking job at eight in the morning no i was not ready for a wednesday morning text for you to tell me that okada won and so my first word was 
Hey, cunt. <laughs> so if you're my friend, you should know. But it likes to, I like to go without saying. I like to message everybody and say, hey, heads up to certain people. My one buddy, my one buddy Spade texted me WrestleMania Saturday. Bro, if Ric Flair shows up with his daughter, I can't wait. And I said, well, what you need to do is not text me because at this point I'm already irritable as fuck. Um, and I go, don't message me anything. And he goes, maybe if it's just Flair. And I said, if you do, we're going to have some major issues. I'm just saying don't. Because I could be delayed, you know, because that's how streaming issues can be. It's not like it's pay-per-view back in the day, man. Right. Um, How, you know, I'm not only how long have I said that goddamn line. How goddamn, all right, earlier that day I made a message to you and and the other host of the show. Co-host of the show. Semi, I don't know. We, I'm gonna relate this new title in a new way after I have this conversation. Contributor at this point, uh, contributing to the co-host. You know, you know, Nightwing. We were we were just talking about setting up a spot where, like, if I had to miss a week, you could fill in for me. That might have to get shelved now after this. <laughs> Dude, I put a message out Thursday, and I even said, "Hey, I'm sure this goes without saying to you boys, but radio silence from rate." Here on. Now, he followed up maybe like two hours later with a story about WWE maybe allowing marijuana and then it was about synthetic stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, all right, you know what? We're, we're good. Then it was silent for a little while. Thursday night was the night it was, and then Friday night was the other thing. How goddamn long have I been saying I cannot wait to see? The Briscoes against FTR. Dem boys against top guys. How long have I been saying that? Since before the match was even official. Oh, I'm going to say probably mm, December in at Final Battle when FTR showed up there and jumped them. How do you send me a goddamn link that says FTR win the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships from the Briscoes on Saturday morning? How? I woke up, I grabbed my phone, I look at it, and I go, oh, that's not going to go well. <laughs> and I went and got Yo, my coffee. <laughs> my wife said, she goes, what did ODM say? I said, he hasn't said about it and I said because I think he's letting me stew I think he knows that I'm pissed off and he doesn't want to add fuel to the fire because if you just go how mad are you right now you're going to have to listen to the vent the only thought that I had and again it was super I I didn't my coffee yet so that was more important but the only thing that I thought of was the Michael Jackson popcorn meme (laughs) 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 oh my god because it was like Oh, he's going to be so pissed. Man, what's the first word he's going to call him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and well. and w- sure enough, what did I do? I go, you motherfucker. It was the first thing out of my mouth. And I was like, and, and I go, I'm cutting a promo on you next show. LOL. Why? 
Yeah. And I sent a screenshot of two days ago circling my exact lines that say nothing until the day we record. I was going to do that, too, but I'm like, uh, he's probably got the screenshot already. You know he's already going to do it. <laughs> Mark's got it framed and mailing it to Nightwing's ass right now. Um, Yo, so... Here's the deal, and it's and people could be like, yeah, well, we're in honor. I mean, it started at eight o'clock on Friday night. You could have been caught up, sure, but there were. I'm still reeling to finish Joey Janela's Spring Break because yeah, I do have a job that ended at five o'clock. But remember, Bloodsport on Thursday started at four o'clock, and then you had Joey Janela's Spring Break Part One, and then I also watched the Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show, which look at. Some of these, I'm like, I'll probably scan through. Some of them I got so hooked and I can't wait to talk about. Um, and so I only watched the first couple of matches of Ring of Honor and I go, nope, nope. I got to watch that with fresh eyes. There's no way I could fall asleep during this pay-per-view. Um, and it's funny because when they decided, when I decided to go to bed, they had a match, and then one more match after they put the Briscoes in FTR on. I was like, oh, my God, it's earlier than I anticipated, too. I go, oh, man. I go, I'm glad I went to sleep, you know, before that. But, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here's Nightwing. is good shit. Nobody in the whole building but us, Nightwing. Wing. Huh? It's Nightwing. Really? Huh. Guess I was thinking of that goofy mullet you used to have. Yeesh, that was like a whole decade of bad hair days. This is such good shit. Hey everybody, this is Nightwing, and I got something real quick for you tonight. First of all, if y'all did not know, Nightwing is actually black on this show. And I love everything black, and let's give it up to Bianca Belair for her WrestleMania entrance. She bought an HBCU that played her theme song and gave some of the culture to the rest of the world like if you don't know about the band culture and hbcus is something to look up on youtube when you have time look up norfolk state university hampton university virginia state university grambling university prairie View university the list goes on and if you give it to youtube it will just keep going and going and going and i am a drummer so of course i love the drum lines so if you just add tunnel to whatever you search on you will have a great time now i gotta give a little bit of a rant what is nxt these days now nxt used to be developmental and we were all hoping for our favorite superstars on NXT to make it to the main roster. Now, we've seen those guys go up and get buried on the main roster. We've seen some guys go up there and shine on the main roster. But what is it now? Because if it's developmental, whenever you bring down people from from the main roster to NXT, like Mandy Rose, like Dolph Ziggler, and they win the championship, you just bury the entire roster down there. And I just don't know what that even means for NXT these days. Because I like seeing people being built up. And right now, all I'm seeing is them being buried. And I don't know why. I don't know why there's no faith in the new talent coming up. I mean, yeah, Dolph Ziggler's been in WWE for, what, 10, 15 years? I don't even know. It's It's been a long freaking time. And, yes, he's had some great accolades. 
Mandy Rose, yes, she is dating Dolph Ziggler, so maybe that's a little bit of the politics of why she got the strap on her down there. But in real talk, she was on the main roster. So why is she stepping down to get gold? And I just don't understand it. And they've been doing that, and I just I don't I don't get it. So somebody, please talk to me. Tell me what that's all about. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was a good shit, man. Good <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna lie, man. When I saw Bianca, when I saw the band come out, the first thing I thought of was Nightwing because I know Nightwing has a tie to drum lines. Uh, so the first, not a joke, not blowing smoke up your ass, bro. The, the first thing when I saw that band came out, I'm like, oh, Nightwing's going to pop for this one. Uh, it was pretty fucking cool. So. It was John Cena-esque for a second because I feel like didn't he do that at WrestleMania once? I, I could have sworn he had a marching band at one of them. Uh, but not knocking it at all. Actually, I, I said, I go, wow, this is very college game-like for me right yeah. now. I'm like, because you yeah. hear that band playing the theme, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm getting jacked up right now. Right. There were several... Uh, entrances that had me pumped for the match before the match would happen. I'm like, eh, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. No, it, it is what it, it is. It was really good. You see, cool you know, a good entrance. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's cool. The uh, so there was like, this big thing a while ago with the Bills cheerleaders. I don't remember if you know that. Like they brought up a suit against the Bills or some shit. So the Buffalo Bills don't actually have cheerleaders. They actually have a drum line, and they walk the parking lot before the game. So if you're tailgating, you'll just hear this fucking drum line come through, and they have a spot in the stands where they play during the game instead of having cheerleaders. It's pretty fucking cool. You know I don't fucking, think I knew that. How long yeah. has that been going? A few years. A few years. Five years? Wow. Yeah. You know what? Hit the music. The bills make me want to kick your heels up and shout. throw your hands up and shout. throw your head back and shout. come on now. The bills are making it happen now. Stand up now. Come on and shout. Um, you know, I, I I do gotta say, yeah, she entered really cool, left with a bigger uh, eye than she walked in with. That's for sure. Yeah. As soon as that botch kick happened, where Becky, you know, didn't have enough strength in her body to flip her body around to do that, I go, oh, oh my God, she is gonna be busted open on that face. I thought she was gonna have a, a broken nose at first, the way it hit. Somebody we're going to talk about later it was, has a broken nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. A lot of things we're going to talk about. Um, so, yeah, hey, Nightwing, get your shit together in two weeks. We'll see you then. All right. Let's get back into what really is the news here. I love you, brother. Happy 100 to you as well. Um, this is uh, – I, I, I just want to go over some key points of things that I witnessed and watched. I know that Nightwing – I uh, no, I'm sorry, Jesus. ODM, I, 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 I had more – Right, access to these shows and probably a little more time that I made myself available for to watch these um, than you did. So am I to assume you were pretty much with WrestleMania, Ring of Honor, and around that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, pretty much. Did you even did you did you even for a second go? Maybe I might turn on Stand and Deliver. No, no. Nope. Me neither. That's funny. That's Nikita funny. Lyons was right. there. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> Mrs. Mm. Mrs. ODM looks at your uh, 
your uh, search history. She's like, huh, maybe he's into <laughs> lions. I'm going to get him a nice lion blanket. <laughs> so uh, Joey Janela's spring break, night one was good. Night two is just the most bullshit clusterfuck, and they even had that called that for that battle royal, and that's just what it was. Buff Bagwell was in there. Yeah. Dude's in the middle of recovery, and he's like, no, nah, I'll take a spot. But the first night... Uh, in the opening match, in a triple threat match, Nick Gage's partner, Matt Tremont, who's their tag champs together, isn't there. They didn't say why, um, but it was them versus another group and the Briscoes. And the Briscoes win the GCW Tag Team Championships. And I texted you. I said, hey, you need to tell me what's the deal for this weekend with you and I on the side. Now, you know what you, my deal is, but I know I'm probably going to be light years ahead of you when it comes to seeing oh, yeah. some of this stuff. But you also know not to screw me on an indie show because if I'm going to plan to see them. Uh, and you said, oh, I'm not going to get too much. Just give me some good key points. I said, okay, I think I might be right on my Briscoe's theory. Because as soon as they won the GCW Tag Championships, I go, oh, my God, they're going to clean sweep the weekend just like I thought. We'll get there. Um... It wasn't the main event match. The main the main event match was I could not really get on board with both of the uh Moxley had a match and it was eh, okay against Chris Dickinson and then there was another really hardcore match. It just got to be too much. During this Briscoe's tag team match, one guy had his mouth stapled to a table. I don't know. I can only stomach so much of this shit, you know. I mean like yeah, I'll watch a match style. or two here and there, but then at some point I'm like, I would really like to see a good fucking Hurricane Rana or something, just something different. <laughs> I'd be happy with a tope right about now. Right. Oh my God. Uh, X Pac versus Joey Janela. Pac comes out in his old six ball shirt, the one that all the guys wore that we've heard we've heard the stories about that they all wore in um, solidarity when six was out in WCW hurt. They were all wearing his shirts, and I'm like, that's I just. That's one of the things I got on the kayfabe commentary things that I was watching. Um, he's in the ring. He goes to grab his mic, and boom, music hits. I swear to God, Pac had a mouth or X Pac had. He went like, like that, and I was like, "Is he gonna hit a hey yo?" Because I thought it'd be cool, right? You know, and it's only what a week or a little more since everything was Scott Hall a couple weeks. <clears throat> And bam, Joey Janela's music hits. This douchebag comes out in purple gear. Purple trunks, knee pads, and boots. And they all have gold razors on them. And in the front instead of razor, it says Janela. Hard core heat. You want to talk about walking into the place and making sure that people are going to get pissed off. Now, people are probably like, oh, that's kind of in poor taste. Look at He didn't do anything that X-Pac, you know, wouldn't right. have let him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no way he'd have been like, no, you, there's no way you're going in and disrespecting my friend, you know? And he would have been like, Scott would love that. And I really believe so. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That Turning that kind of heat right there. So. It, it, and again, I'm saying douchebag because... This is Joey Janela's spring break, and he got booed out of the place. We already knew he was going to, but this was beyond. Really, it was it was crazy. Um, Bloodsport 8. So wherever Johnny 
Morrison, John John Morrison, He's John changing. Impact. Wherever he goes, he changes his name, as we know. He's going to be a triple This one, mania. he was... He's at like he's going to be at, like, Triple Mania or some shit, and it's, like, Johnny El Wapo. Or it's, it's something, it's something, oh it's something God. Spanish. He changed it again. It's fucking great. He's phenomenal with doing this. At Bloodsport, he was Johnny Bloodsport. At the WrestleCon, he was Johnny WrestleCon. I like it. I don't know why, but I like it. He was Johnny Underground, uh, Johnny Impact. Yep. Good for you. I think it's. I wish that he could have been Johnny of Entertainment or some shit like that when he was in WWE. But WWE's like, no, we have to own something about you, right? Um, speaking of, if I don't say this right now, I may forget. Did you happen to see that meme? Uh, Vince traded. It was like FTR, Keith Lee, this, that, blah, 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 blah. It was like 40 names and said for Cody Rose. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's true. So, but Johnny Bloodsport had a match against Simon Gotch. Dusty's my mentor. Well, um, it was actually way better than I thought it was going to be. Pretty uh, pretty good grappling match. They want this to be blood sport style right you're Jean-Claude Van Damme's fighting and either you tap out or you get KO there's no pinning right um the main event match was John Moxley against Biff Busick and what did I say last week I don't know who this guy is it's fucking Oni Lorcan yeah I didn't know that and when he came out they go he's been away for several years on the WWE I go wait what and he comes out and I go oh my god and they go the former Oni Lorcan I go yeah are you shitting me? Yeah. Biff got busted open hard, and they had a bloody battle, and it ended with Moxley knocking him out. It was a great battle. Look at me. Yeah, they're, they're scripted battles from, you know what I mean? It's not they're really knocking their people out. Um, it was really, really cool. I mean, it was it was a good match. It was about maybe 15, 16 minutes. I found it on YouTube. Uh, in case anybody wants to find it. I mean, I watched the event, but I'm saying I found that match on YouTube in prep of today to see if I could let you know if you could find that one. Worth it. Um, I can't tell if he blades or if he got busted open the hard way, but it kind of looks like it was the hard way. I would think uh, so in which, that event, yeah. That event, you know that he's probably to mox hit me. Um, but the best part, when he comes out, the announcer goes, from... What is he, Cleveland, Ohio? Uh, yes, I think so. Something like that. Yeah, I wanted to say Cincinnati. Representing, representing the uh, Combat Club. What's it called? I just lost the name of it. Um, oh, the Blackpool Combat, Combat Club. Club? Blackpool, representing the Blackpool Combat Club. I'm like, cool, taking it wherever you go. I'm all right with that. You know what I mean? It's your new stable. So... Yeah. I don't know, but it, it also at the same point, wow, you just WWE Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. Now he just got put into a tag team. Good job. Yeah, I know. Now the March Hitchcock Mark March <laughs> Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show. Jesus, wow. Whew. Take two. Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show at WrestleCon. There we go. WrestleCon. Uh, they open up the show. WrestleCon. <laughs> That's <laughs> where uh, Nipolowski was. <laughs> he was. Uh, they opened the show that tonight's guest ambassador is Bret Hart. It's pretty is cool. It like Lou Albano was at uh, the Heroes of Wrestling show. 
Where they just made him. No, you, he wasn't the random general manager of the night, just a guest ambassador where he came out and goes, Hey, everybody, I hope you have a great WrestleMania weekend. Have a great night tonight. Swear to God, it was the last you saw of Brett. All right. Um, I'm only going to talk about some of the matches that were worth talking about. Uh, Mia Yim comes out, and when I see a huge pop, she gets choked up from the crowd. Crowd went nuts for her. And she comes out and it says Athena. I go, hmm. Oh, Ember Moon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they put on the best women's bout of the entire weekend. Saying that right now. Wow. And I watched five or six different women's bouts this entire weekend. So that's something to say. Thought it was great. Uh, then it was Loser Does the Dishes for Life as couple. Johnny Russellcon and Taya Valkyrie face off. Um, hmm. Let's see. What can I say that was positive about this match? Okay, not only cover cover the negatives. So, um, Taya's okay on the on on the stick. Johnny has been in this business for 20 fucking years and still can't cut a promo. I think he really only do <laughs> WWE scripted shit. Right. Probably. Taya goes, Taya goes, you've been a bad boy. You haven't done the dishes, blah, blah, blah. But I, but here's one thing I'm going to tell you right now. I had the dishes brought with us tonight. I had them oh, flown God. in. First of all, they went to an antique store and bought like 10 red old school looking bottles. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that you'd either use for a vase or just decoration now. Right. It's like that antique. Just a shitload of plates and all this stuff and it was all used during the mash. They just beat the fuck out of each other with it. Everything was paper glass. Nothing even cut, stuck, or anything. If it stuck, it was the paper sticking to it more than anything. It was a waste of my time. Which is funny because that night... My wife and I, it's Friday, and I'm like, all right. We went out and, and had dinner. I go, let me ask you, what do you, uh, would, would you want to watch Taker's Hall of Fame? Or do you want to watch the match I'm about to start right now, which is Morrison and his wife? She's always been a Morrison fan. Ah. Uh-huh. She goes, fuck, he is shitty on the mic. He was bad. So, like I said, Taya does her thing. He goes, well, Taya, loser has to do dishes for life. Looks like you're doing dishes. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Put the mic down. Oh, my God. That was terrible. It was bad. It was it was absolutely an abomination. The reason she chose this is because she we both had a feeling Taker's speech may go a little longer than we anticipated, which, you know, we'll get that. Um... Taya wins, but there's no dishes to do because they beat the fuck out of each other with it. So, um, on to the main event. Didn't think I was going to hold much stock into it, but this was a old school Ring of Honor Originals classic as the Rottweilers. Low-key and Homicide take on, now having their second match of the weekend and of the day, the Briscoes. Yep, this is the main event. Bell rings. Jack shit happens for about seven minutes because 
one fan, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to describe him, a dorky white kid that could be probably no more than 25, just talked too much shit to Loki. Uh-oh. Exactly. And I had thoughts of this being, if it was real or not real, it was real. Because you could tell how the Briscoes were having a mouth with each other and they were trying to talk across the ring being like, yo, cut the shit. Let's <laughs> let's get this going. And you could tell the match was cut short because this thing took too much time. To the point where Loki got down, got in the kid's face, starts screaming at him, going, take the fucking hit, take the hit. And the kid goes, I'm not stupid. And security came over and was like standing in between and the kid was like I have no issue blah 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 and he goes I'm talking shit or whatever and Homicide gets on the mic and goes yeah you're a cocksucker grabs the mic puts it down in front of his dick and starts jerking it off and I go and there's Homicide for you (laughs) oh my god this was it was everything just got unglued unhinged I was like okay I hadn't again I said I had no stock in watching this match I'm all in I can't look away and the kid goes to the the security he goes fine we're gonna pull him towards the back and he went and sat in a, another seat Loki goes and sits in the seat and goes I got your seat now motherfucker you're a bitch you're a bitch and he comes back and sits down finally cause Loki and Homicide say we're not gonna start this match until you come and sit in the seat you paid for it you're gonna deal with us now this kid looked like he possibly or most likely pissed and shit his pants a couple of times. <laughs> and I kept catching him on camera. I mean, like, pale white. Like, the background of our our document that we're looking right at right now. Dude, like, no bullshit. This kid was white the rest of the entire thing. I'm like, yep, it's real. Jesus. And then this kid did get one good dig in. Low-key gets up on the top rope, kind of, well, the second rope kneeling down looking over at him and he goes and that's why you're a bitch and people go oh whatever and it gets quiet enough and this kid goes that's why you've been blackballed from every promotion you've ever been in (laughs) or blacklisted from every promotion you've ever been in and I go oh to myself in the middle of the night oh okay look it I'm worn out this is the reason I didn't get to see all of Ring of Honor you know what I'm saying that's (laughs) I'm well spent into this shit that was really good dude very crazy moment so if you can find that well worth it um but also friday night we did have the hall of fame no math no math from the steiners i love uh, (laughs) the um on twitter somebody had a bunch it was a bunch of siren emojis and it says wwe is about to hand scott steiner a live microphone (laughs) <laughs> for real they even made reference though Rick took the mic took the mic away from him which I thought was funny they made a good joke on and that and Braun said I'm gonna make the biggest uh, ga- take the biggest gamble in my life and hand my uncle Scott a microphone <laughs> good for him um yo we'll just quickly mention cause I mean I, I oh no it is in there but I did not see Dolph Ziggler retaining against him I don't get it I don't get it I don't either but let me just say that I had well, Braun must be going up. Um, but it's funny because I had Braun in the, the weekend for er, in my draft, so I was like, well, he's sure points. He's getting the title back in NXT. Why the fuck would he lose to Dolph Ziggler uh, it, twice? It oh, makes wait, he did? Huh? No 
sense. Uh, Champa, something's going on with Champa. Either he's leaving or he's going up to the main roster finally. That, that moment with that Triple H awesome. coming out. That was Champa awesome. was trying to still leave, and yep. Triple H was pushing him, going, no, 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 turn around. And that was a moment, and I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like both of them are saying goodbye to their baby. They are the last. Yeah. It's both of them there, man. I mean, no one's left. Hey, <laughs> I don't count Roderick Strong. Um, no. But what did you think of Vader's speech? Nikki Bella was crying because yeah, she no, finally like... got to see him in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you caught that joke. Bro, I saw that and I go, what? Nikki Bella says she can't wait to hear Vader's speech. What? No one told her that he died five years ago or whatever it was. I mean, like, it were a couple years, but, like, oh, my God, that's. I mean, I get it, you know. I mean, it, it it's fine if you don't know and remember. It's fair. But also don't tweet. Maybe Google some shit first. Right. It's kind of like the time that Hogan put up a picture with Bam Margera. And was like, picture with Bam Margera. Rest in peace, brother. And he's like, I'm still here, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He heard one of the guys from Jackass um, died. He just assumed it was him. I think that's kind of... No, no, this is even after Ryan Dunn. Uh, so, yeah, you have your, your people... Yeah, oh, my God. JTG doing the crime time dance with uh, Shag Gaspard's son was very cool. Got that me. Was cool, yeah. And if you didn't choke up at your dad's a hero chant from the crowd and that kid crying like dear god dude like you have no emotions whatsoever in your body like i'm i literally yeah. just got chills thinking about it right now like oh it, it's i'm so glad they gave him that award he deserves much much more than just the warrior award because warrior you know is warrior but yeah either way it's it's in a good faith of what they're trying to do and it was well deserved I was glad to see JTG there, and it's funny because someone was like, hey, you could make this a six-man tag and put him in as an honorary New Day member this weekend, and the crowd would probably pop. Maybe we'll see a Saturday night. Um, So let's talk about The Undertaker's motivational speech, the TED Talk that everybody is referring to it as. (laughs) Lesson one, and that's where I learned lesson two. And the reality is, everything, the reality is, it was a long motivational speech. I really felt like, and it's funny, there were some great uh, memes. It's the Undertaker look like the televangelist that pops on BET at 5 a.m. when you're just waking up from a binge night out or some shit. And I was like, it is. (laughs) As soon as he had the microphone on like that. That was was the weird thing, yeah. Hey. (laughs) But, I mean, if you don't want to hold it that long, but... Maybe he's like, I don't want to stand still. My back and knees can't do that much, so I got to walk. How about we give you a headset? Kind of look like Britney Spears. Um, I love the speech. It was cool. Had really good moments. I love that he mentioned WrestleMania 25. And, you know, they were. I didn't know they were only supposed to get, what it was, 14 minutes or some shit like that. I was like, oh, my God. We in Houston would have ra- would have rioted that night off of that alone if they only did a short match with Taker and, and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, do you know uh, he didn't mention one person? 
Okay, I, I got. I have an issue with it. I don't have an issue with him forgetting. Sure. That person's name. F- correct. I have an issue with the person who called it out. Oh well, obviously. Who the fuck are you? She's a dumb idiot. Who the fuck are you? Smoke Noel Foley, but an idiot. <laughs> okay. Nikita Lyons is, but it doesn't mean that it, it, she holds any stock to say anything about the oh, Undertaker. Yeah. I agree. I, I think it was an, a mistake, and he'll make it up in his own way by saying probably something to Mick on the side, you know, because I it, it was a year or two ago, someone else forgot someone, and they said they had to personally call them after the Hall of Fame, and goes, "I am so sorry, I forgot to mention you." You were a integral part. I can't remember who it was now. It was in the last couple of years too, um, but that's my point. You know, is like it. It, it was a mistake. I don't think Noel should have called it out. I think it was bullshit. Yeah. Now speaking of Mick Foley, did you see the tweet that his son put out of him? A video of him? No. Can't say I did. Cool. We'll get. Can't wait to get to that. Um. Undertaker's speech was really good. I liked it. Um, it wrapped up. He had a lot of cool stories. I loved it. the dead man introduced the dead man. You know, I mean, the newest Paul Bearer, under, uh, Vince McMahon. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Has anybody told him he could take a sip of water and actually fully swallow it? Sounds like he always has a goggle in his throat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I can't deal with it. Um, but cool, cool stories about him going down into the sewer, him not wanting to do certain things. I, I was like, okay, I'm actually into Vince's uh, speech. It was actually pretty cool. I liked it. Uh, Takers was cool, and you get mention of Rochester. You know what I mean? It's the that match that he talked about in Lesson 1 where he beat the fuck out of a jobber for not doing the right moves. That was in Rochester. And that's where Vince said perception is reality. Look at cool lessons. I'm not going to lie. His TED talk fucking stayed with me. I'm over here going perception is reality. That's goddamn true. Put the work in. Lesson two. (laughs) Uh, But that was good. So now let's quickly move on here. Ring of Honor on Saturday. Um, I got it wrong. Mercedes Martinez actually won the interim women's championship. Willow Nightingale is someone I kind of like. She is funny. She kind of looks like a very upbeat Nia Jax. Like she has like a real positive attitude and just kind of reminds me of the build of her, but can do some like some good moves. Issue is she attempted a moonsault and she landed right on Mercedes titty or arm, one or the other. And or chest because as she did it she quickly turned this uh, Nightingale turn and goes are you okay <clears throat> fault of Ring of Honors they've always had mics way too close to the ring mm. and it, this wasn't even a Ring of Honors show by the way a lot of the production on this show reminded me of AEW camera angles things being done the fact that they promoted an, a Dynamite episode coming up obviously but it was very Dynamite-esque or uh, AEW-esque, but still the Ring of Honor touch. Um, but she quickly turns over and goes, are you okay? And you hear Mercedes go, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's out of air. <laughs> <laughs> but she does the count, 
does the end. She actually does the finish and wins. Uh, Swerve beat Alex Zane. Wheeler Yuta wins the pure title, which I feel like I called. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, maybe I didn't. Uh, I don't know if I did that, but that right there is going to put him in the Blackpool Combat Club. If that doesn't impress William Regal as your pure champion, I don't know what does. Uh, Tully Blanchard has started up a new thing called the Tully, Tully Blanchard Enterprises. On the pre-show, he had two guys that are a tag team. Never seen him before, but we'll just call him the Job Squad for right now. And he introduces... Brian Cage. There it is. And he fought a guy that he was able to Darby Allen his way through. And I mean literally throw someone around like a ragdoll and hurt them because that's what Brian Cage does. So you can see more of him on Ring of Honor. I'd like to see what things are to come with that. Then you had Lee Moriarty taking on Jay Lethal. And Lee pulls the upset and beats... Jay Lethal. I was like, okay, where are we going with all this? Who did Jay Lethal then, piss off? Bam! Yeah, well, Jay Lethal gets pissed off and beats the piss out of Lee Moriarty. Sanjay Dutt comes out and goes, hey man, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's, you shouldn't be doing this. Pulls him away from ringside. I was like, wow. Alright. I heal Jay Lethal. We just saw him have a match against Adam Cole, which is a Ring of Honor throwback. We just had that on Dynamite, so it was cool to see that. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm interested to see where they're going with the heel Jay Lethal because I've always liked heel Jay Lethal. We also got, again, what we've already said because fuck you, Nightwing. FTR does defeat the Briscoes in definitely Tag Team Match of the Year. It was Match of the Year, or I'm sorry, Match of the Weekend all together for WrestleMania weekend. And already well in a contendership of match of the year. And I was live for the freaking dog collar match. So, that says a lot. But then both teams hugging after the show. Harwood said, unplanned. It just happened organically. Because they they left it all in the ring. And oh my god, what a match. I found it interesting. I, first of all, I hate the AAA Tag Team Championships. They look... You want to talk about a paper title? It looks like they were made with black construction <laughs> yeah, they're paper. Yeah, And a gold piece is put over the top. I was like, right. dear God, they put no effort into those championships. Unless they're the, re- the real ones are actually in Mexico. And ah. these are the ones... Ah, we'll let you Americans play with these. Here these you go. These are the loners. <clears throat> exactly. Um, but they called them Wheeler and Harwood. Not... Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. It was Wheeler and Harwood. That's what they were called there. Just not sure if that's a new thing going forward, but I kind of almost like it because I get a touch confused sometimes. And as much as I hate the one name thing that WWE goes, this one is the one time I'm like, okay, I like it. And it fits kind of like Wardlow Barbarian. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm cool with Tango that. With Cash. The, oh my God. Yes. Oh, that's such a good one. Couldn't split up Tango and Cash. It's a good one. <laughs> um, so, winner takes all, world title. You have the octopus, Jonathan Gresham against Bandito. The end of this match, the um, last 45 seconds, obviously it's one of those, it's like a dance. Like you, like people were upset with uh, Osprey and 
Ricochet years ago. That was the end of this match. Just so uh, many awesome reversals, but into the finish. And and Gresham gets the win. And then comes out Jay Lethal to say, I want to be the first one to take a crack at this title. Now, this is interesting because Grisham was a part of Lethal's stable just before Ring of Honor crumbled, and they had been together for two years. Lethal was the mentor of Grisham. He's like, you owe me this title shot. And then proceeds to beat the piss out of Gresham. Sanjay Dutt comes in and goes, come on, man, why the fuck are you doing this again? But then turns and helps Lethal, and they start beating the shit out of them together. And these guys go back all the way to Impact. They had a feud all the way back in probably like 2005 or six in, in TNA, which is so crazy, like people coming together. And then the music hits, and it's Samoa Joe. I purposely had to go back and listen to our show last week. I go, I have to make sure before we put this in the document. And I said, Tony Khan said, don't leave the show early because people who do will be sad, right? And you were like, yeah, because people don't want to get to their shows. And I go, he's got Punk, he's got Brian Danielson, but he's got the, the Hall of Fame guys. Could be him, Joe, could be anybody at the end of the show. Point for the professor. I'll take that one. Um, Joe shows up. Lethal starts to powder away. And as Dutt starts to as well, he chokes out Sanjay Dutt, looking lethal right in the eyes, looking mean as fuck as ever. Tries grabbing at lethal. Lethal walks away with both Ring of Honor championships, the old school looking one and the newer one that Bandito had. He's leaving with them. And, you know, because people could just take titles nowadays and every, right. every right. promotion, you know, Adam Cole's doing it. Right. Um, so, yeah, Samoa Joe, they announced that. But then they follow right up with Samoa Joe is going to be live this Wednesday, which is tonight, on Dynamite. Holy shit. Yep. Which we're also getting FTR versus the Young Bucks 2 tonight. And we're also getting Butcher and Blade versus the Hardys in a tables match, which I'm cool with. Um, but, dude, under the same roof tonight, you could have Joe, Danielson, and Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just look like that Jonah Hill meme. You know what I'm talking about? That ah! Dude, I'm so... <laughs> freaking excited and that's the first thing I pointed to when I was showing my wife I go this could change so many things I go the matches we all never thought we'd get to see because Vince wouldn't put them on paper he would never do Joe and Punk and they all missed each other by the time they got there but when you had Danielson and and Punk you didn't do it as good as you could have you never did Joe and Danielson the way you could and should have Um, they they pissed away Danielson and Styles. They didn't have as great of matches. They pissed away Styles and Nakamura. You know what I mean? Like the matches yep. we want to see. If you take the cuffs off, they're going to have away some Hogan really and Flair. restrictions. Exactly. So we, we may get some matches that we've wanted to see for a long time, 
And Punk, as you heard in the beginning of our show, he's gunning. He said it now officially. Fucking Tony Schiavone. Uh, Punk, last week you, you pointed to your waist. What is that about? You know what it's about, Tony. You've been in this game for how long? And Punk even goes, Tony, you know exactly what it means. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um. So yeah, Punk's going for the title. But dude, let's just say, let's just say he wins the title. Danielson, Joe, all these guys are, are contenders. I mean, you don't care about Cody being gone now. You know what I mean? It's like, not that anybody did, but this is it's a game changer, man. And I'm, I'm happy for all this. Um, The only thing notable is that, so yeah, I didn't get the sweep with the Briscoes. And then they lost again Friday night as they headlined, which we did say. We're like, uh, if you're looking at the matches here, it looks like they're probably going to headline. Uh, and they did. They were the main event match against the Good Brothers, and the Good Brothers retained. Horrible fucking finish. Jay White just came out and pushed Mark Briscoe off of the top rope. Was it Magic Killer, I think they do, or whatever it is? Boom. Yeah. Over. Yeah. I was like, okay. Glad I watched that one. And now we are on to the meat and potatoes. We are an hour into our show, and we're Jesus finally here. Speaking of time-wise, did you see the meme? Can you put a bumper in here so we can take out? a break? Oh, we'll get there. No. Did you happen what? to see the meme that Austin came out at exactly three minutes and 16 seconds yeah, of night two? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not, yeah, but I think I if think so. <laughs> somebody's talking shit. If it's accidental, that's awesome. Um, all right, let's just run down Saturday night. Um, the opener, I gained points. We already talked about it with the Usos winning, but it's because the booger man, uh, blew his knee out thinking he could hold two Usos at the same time. Well, guess what? Good. I'm glad that happened to you. I'm not saying I'm glad you're hurt, but don't do unnecessary shit to show that you can hold two guys in the air because you're a jacked up roided Freddie Mercury. I know, right? It's so scary. Yeah, it's so, so it was. I swear, uh, so, oh, I. Before you tell me this part, I want to say. No, no, no. Actually, tell me your part, and then I will get into my story, please, because my make blew out his quad and it, it. it blew out his quad. It ripped off the kneecap. <laughs> Not Jesus good. Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah, it was bad. So. And it was one of those um, things at I, first. I was I'm a like, oh, is this a work? The- I'm like, oh no, it's not a work. <laughs> no, no, he was carried out. Uh, I was a little delayed getting my chicken nuggets during preparation because of prepping to watch the event and getting everything all set up. That I was like, now that I seen both entrances, oh, I got a minute. <clears throat> oh shit, it's over. All right. <laughs> so where I'm staying here, I went to the clubhouse manager. And I said, hey, would you mind? Is anybody doing anything Saturday night in the clubhouse? She goes, no. I go, cool. I'm going to bring a projector down there, and I'm going to bring a giant sheet, and I'm going to hook this thing up because it was hot as balls, man. I mean, I know, and this isn't just to shit on anybody in New York. I'm yeah, saying like it was just thanks. extremely muggy, and I didn't want to deal with it. So and I'm, I'm talking like it's that muggy like when you have a computer or any device it's already sweating as you're touching it like you're like <laughs> even good. those and I was like That's nope can't do it so I, I was in there right and I'm prepping and all of a sudden this old lady comes in and the lights are off because I'm I have the projector going it's 7 o'clock or no no I'm sorry it's about 6.30 and she goes what are you doing <clears throat> I'm sorry what are you doing we no, have an issue fucking with business <laughs> right and I go Oh, I'm uh, watching an event tonight. 
You know, one of those things when you don't want to fully admit something like it's a wrestling event to certain people. Sure. It's kind of one of those moments because I didn't want to have to answer questions to people exactly. in their 90s. And I was like, I'm watching an event. And so she goes, oh, we, we play dominoes here. And I go, oh, 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 uh, well, you, you can play. There's there, 10 tables, man. Take them all. I don't care. I'm, I'm having a seat. I don't even need a table. I'm sitting at a seat in front of this thing. You know what I mean? Like, I might as well be front row at the ring because that's how big this thing looks to me right now and how I'm sitting for the night. And then this other guy shows up, and he's cool. I've played a couple gigs around here, and, and he's a little younger. And he goes, oh, no, no, we were told that you were going to be doing your thing. He goes, but we were still going to maybe play dominoes. I, go, I have absolutely no problem with it, man, as long as you guys have no issue that I have this playing playing. He goes, oh, what are you watching? I go, ah, a, a sporting event. And he goes, oh, well, oh, is it a big game? I know I know Duke's playing tonight. <clears throat> no. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, and it was it was one of those, I go, there's more wrestling, where I covered my mouth, and, and he goes, oh, oh. Wrestling. Uh, like, like, yeah, like the UFC? No, Jesus Christ. Uh, now i got to explain to you that I'm about to watch it. Not that one. Four hours. <laughs> so then she goes, oh, well, I, what, 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 I, 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 I thought that we, we were going to have this. This, uh, this isn't bullshit, by the way. I'm not just having fun with this fucking voice. Um, I thought we were going to be doing this here tonight. And, and she goes, what about Easter? Easter. Look at I know WWE's pay per views could be fucking long, but I'm here tonight. I just said I'm here tonight. I've actually already prefaced that I'm only here tonight. And she goes, oh, and suddenly this other guy shows up and he goes, Well, I think we're probably just going to call it for the night. I don't think anybody's really going to show up. Apparently, it made, you know, the older these people get, they're more like a bunch of middle schoolers. Yeah. They all, and you know, they ain't texting. They all went door to door. Well, some young guy is in there tonight watching his sporting event, and we can't play our dominoes. <laughs> so my wife texts, you need anything? Yeah, you need to get down here, all right? I'm getting fucking annoyed right now that I have to deal with all these all this shit by myself. Now, it is a 20-minute countdown. I'm listening to everybody talk. Yo, they have the other Paul brother, the other douchebag Paul brother Jake. talking. Yeah, and wow, you want to talk about getting some heat? He goes, "I'll beat anybody up here that boos my brother tonight," and the whole yeah. crowd starts booing, and I'm like, "Oh that. my god!" Between that and listening to Shucky Ducky, man, oh god. Uh, Let me tell you something. Vince McMahon has a huge quack, cock. Quack. All right, I'm not just talking shit here, bro. <laughs> First of all, how many times did JBL say, "And they're gonna beat them boys tonight"? He yeah. said "them boys" like seven times, and I go, "Uh, bro." Stop. Yeah. Stop. Stop hitting that one home. Anyway, I'm prepping. Now comes in couple number two. Oh, I was told we were going to be playing dominoes here tonight. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, is this going to be my night? Because i got to figure out a way to lock this bitch up from the inside, which I did. <laughs> as soon as Hillary got in, I locked that shit up. <laughs> um, but this this group played 20 questions with me. This this old couple, and they go, oh, it's nice that they let you, younger people who come in for the weekends do things like these. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, I've been here since October. Uh, oh, you have? Yeah, you and your fucking looking down on me nose, bitch. <laughs> and they just keep talking and asking me questions, and now they are showing a promo for 
Charlotte Flair. I'm not going to call her Charlotte anymore. She is definitely Cher. So we're going to call her Charlotte. Um, Is that what she wears while she wrestles? You know what? I don't have time for this. Uh, It says that there's only a couple minutes left to this countdown. I'm going to get myself ready. So uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I did a very hard goodbye just like that, like word for word. Is that what she wears while she wrestles? Yep. This conversation's over. Get the fuck out of my face. There's ice cream in the freezer if you want it. Piss off. Piss (laughs) off, old lady. Piss off. (laughs) Hillary gets in. I lock the shit up completely from the inside. Had to figure out how the even the sliding door, everything locked up. Now we have the place to ourselves, and I have a giant speaker fucking rumbling for this thing. And it was an all night. I had a good time. It was fun. So I just had to tell you my entire story about that. That was night one. Night two, I said, fuck it. We are going to use it streaming in the RV. I don't care. I think we both had kind of the same care about night two. But all right, let's get back into night one of WrestleMania. Second match Drew McIntyre beating Happy Corbin. I was like, wow, they went from one match no one gave a shit about to two matches no one gave a shit about back-to-back. But, okay, get them out of the way early. I'm okay with that. Highlight of it, Drew cutting the ropes in half was actually a pretty cool fucking thing. I popped. I don't care if people think it was stupid. He was trying to go for all three. You could tell he was trying Mm -hmm. to make it to three. And then at first I go, "Eh, it was rigged. Then they show it in slow motion. I go, nope, that was a clear fucking cut. That was awesome. Unless, I marked unless out for that. that he knew the section that wasn't as reinforced as the others. Maybe. But I don't know if there were any. Ro- yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. No, they used it. You need to have the tension for everything that they were doing in that match. Because using one rope for him to do anything, it would have right. snapped that in advance. So, yeah. I don't know. It was cool spot. Uh the bar to beat in celebrity WrestleMania appearances is Logan Paul. I said Bad Bunny impressed me last year with a couple of moves. Logan Paul, I don't care what you think, Odia. That dude impressed the shit out of me. And, and I'm going on record right now, had match of the night WrestleMania won. That match was more entertaining, impressive athletically with less botches than any other match on that entire card. Mm, no. <laughs> oh, God, please don't tell me you're going to ask the D of the of the man that came up from under the ramp. No. All right, well, let's get into that because I was like, cool, we got time. Um... How about we get a new plate of uh, nuggets set up to go here? You know, had it rolling down the river, ready to go. And all of a sudden, well, up next, it's time. Seth Rollins is going to meet his maker. What the fuck? Are you shitting me right now? They're doing this early? What? Did we or did we not say this was going to close the night? Had to prior to the Austin segment. I said it would. I said Seth Rollins was gonna was gonna close the night the night out, but um, apparently Ronda Rousey put up a stink and was pissed off that she wasn't even the actual closer. Right. Well, a I'm lot of sure. that sounds like it's conjecture. So there's okay, there's been a lot right. of that shit going on lately, especially with WrestleMania, where all these fucking you know uh, websites are putting out stories that are really that severely yeah. exaggerated. 
Yeah. Now it was she sad. May have been, then, she may have been pissed off, but it seems to be made more of a big deal than it actually is. Well, and I'm like, I'm not sure if. Well, there's multiple ways of looking at it. Did they ever tell you you were owed one? You know, for doing the job at WrestleMania. Right. Uh, but you did you did headline that WrestleMania in 35, and I don't care what you think. You were the main event. Well, no, never mind. It turned into a match. You were technically a main event match until the segment turned into a match. But yeah, whatever. Right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm not breaking any news here. Cody Rose still think it's a work. <laughs> <laughs> They'll blow it in the ninth. <laughs> Yo, okay. Best part of that match. The best part of the match had nothing to do with any of the moves. Oh. It was Corey Graves selling one part. When he did the Stardust thing, they they go, oh, and, and I think it was Michael Cole goes, it was a callback or something like that. And he goes, no, 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 that was shedding skin, starting yes. anew. Yes. And I go, okay, I like how you just did that, man. And I'm like, you want to have the element of surprise, but, you know, and Cody has admitted that certain people were on and off the bus all day. You know, only certain people really knew of his his comeback. And I'm like, did you let some of the producer or the uh, announcers know so they could prep certain things? Because I think that that was a brilliant line by Corey Graves. That was shedding skin. Just such a great line. And I'm like, I don't know if it was on the fly or thought of, but it was just, it sold Stardust completely because not only is he... You know, we talk about that bullshit about, oh, you're going to go back to the place that made you stars. How about the place that held your goddamn last name hostage? We never really covered that. I'm surprised about that. But money talks, bullshit walks. You were 100% right, ODM. I'm, I'm, I, this should go into the thing, into the predictions. Cody I mean, Rose went back pretty... 100% for the money. Yeah. No, because he said, they are paying me a ridiculous amount of money to let me be me. Yeah. So, ultimately... All right, so I'll, I'll give my opinion on what I think he's doing, then I'll give you my opinions on the match. Do you think this is match of the night? I have to know right now. No. Close second. Okay, all right, thank you. Close okay. second. All right. Oh. Uh, so the, the, the word is, and Cody said it himself, is he wants the big one. He wants to make his dad proud because his dad never had the big one. But So WWE Championship. Right, because obviously Dusty did have world title mm-hmm. um, so I think I almost think that Cody was able to sell it to WWE to say listen I'm one of the EVPs at your rival company I want to come here but I want to be at the top so I almost wonder if they're just going to eventually book him against Roman let him do the hero's journey where it takes like three times to finally do it and he does it and it's emotional because it's for Dusty. It'll sell. <clears throat> We've talked to... You know, SummerSlam so in uh, Vegas again this year? Was that? I feel like it is. I, I feel like SummerSlam is in Vegas again this year. I, okay. I think. I want to say they did two years in a row and it was a huge looking stadium, right? You had Roman and Cena last year. Mm. Roman's at, is 100% going to be seeing 600 days now that we know that, unless there's the injury. <laughs> but, right. Um, yeah. But you could carry it all the way. Cody, multiple challenges, and then finally takes the win at SummerSlam, I would say. 
Yeah, that might even be too soon. Should I say you wait till next WrestleMania? Do you pull the old, he comes out on Raw tonight, and, you know, obviously we're recording, but he comes out and pulls the Rock Cena? How about we headline WrestleMania next year together? Maybe, but that's the other thing. If he's on Raw, uh, Roman's not on Raw. Roman's on SmackDown. Yeah, I got an issue with that, by the way. How many times it kept saying Gabe Stevenson. Not Stevenson, by the way. I have an issue with that. I can't, I'm, I'm going to keep calling him Stevenson. Uh, <laughs> but, but look out, Raw thing. brand. Raw brand. They kept saying Raw, Raw, Raw. Yeah. And um, I'll give it to Little John. He actually had messaged me this. He goes, Veer's opening match, Gabe comes out and squashes him. <laughs> yeah. That would be worth it. That would totally be fucking funny at that point. All right, back to your uh, Cody. Right. So here's the thing. We talked mad shit about Cody, and he was annoying in AEW. The booking wasn't great, right? But even knowing – I don't know why he went to WWE. Bro, I'm going to set myself on fire. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It was still a cool moment. It was still a good match. Uh, The bionic elbow was cool. I like that he did that. Uh, he's always paid tribute to his dad, so I mean, it, it, and he, he's even done it to his brother. It made me smile. So instead of being a cynical asshole like I typically am, especially with Cody, you know what? Fuck it. It was a moment. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. It went too long. Cody should have won quicker. But thank you. It was still a good match, and I enjoyed it, and I popped. And Brandy wasn't there, so <laughs> that helps too. Yeah, have you seen the the meme of Will Smith? Keep your wife off the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, another good meme came out when Chuck Norris tells a joke about Jada. Will Smith slaps himself. Excellent. There you go. Um, so I really think the match went definitely way too long, and it sucks because then we push the new day and. Ridge Holland and Sheamus completely off the card for the night and we don't find out until the next day that it's going to be there Um, you want to make an impact come in and I'm not saying squash Cody but beat him in about five-ish minutes to the point where he's so just in shock that you're even back at all and you get the win you know what I mean like something off of that a 20 minute banger cool if it closed the show right but not for what the middle of the show right there I and, and but here's the thing I, I half smiled I'm not being cynical in any way I'm saying I didn't mark out the way I did for the Hardy Boys return at Wrestlemania um, sure but I maybe mean, because yeah. it was it was already spoiled because we have everybody talking about it too much it's a problem with the internet um, I would have rather been completely out of the loop and then all of a sudden go wait he left that company holy shit what he's here that I would have loved but that's not the, the world we're living in, unfortunately. Um, but I am also, while I'm, I'm not cynical to it, I, I'm more like kind of the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You know, like, everybody's like, oh, well, they're, they're going to stay in WWE and they can't wrestle and blah, 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 they can be at AEW. One main event in WrestleMania, and one had arguably the probably one of the better matches of night two and more entertaining things and has been pushed more than anybody. So... Uh, you can't talk that kind of shit. And to be honest with you, if Cody's getting paid, went back, said, this is what I want, ABC, and they're doing it. And from what I understand, there's going to be a huge Rhodes dock in production. I'm not sure if it's about Dusty or the entire Rhodes family because Dusty will be involved it. as well. 
done. You know what? If that's what you want, Fucking then a. good job. You yep. went and worked your ass off. And everybody's like, uh, Cody or WWE worked this or that or blah, blah. No, 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 no. Cody worked everybody. Cody did this for himself. Mm-hmm. Cody is in business for himself. Good for you. You're getting to do what you want. I can't say nay if you're happy. And when he kissed that mat, if you haven't, if you didn't notice, he popped up. First words out of his mouth were, I'm home. So, yeah. hey, man, you know, cool. Uh, then we do get the Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair match, which, again, we've, you know, mentioned that Bianca Belair won and got the nice shiner that came to her. Um, and she lost to which I put the equation of David Bowie plus Karen Carpenter equals Becky Lynch. And I said that to you. Your reply. She looks like she's on fucking heroin. (laughs) Looks like a heroin addict. Yo, and I was like, oh, so maybe the paint's not even real. That's just what her face looks like. (laughs) And, but then... When she bosh it, I go, she's got no strength. <laughs> Thinking of my, my, I, I go, she's got no strength. Give her a goddamn cookie. And you wrote, she's coming down. <laughs> We're both playing into each other's jokes. <laughs> it was better than the match itself. <laughs> I thought this was a really she solid looked match. bad. Botch aside. It was a solid match. It was, was it was what it was. Um, she, she just looked like shit as a person. Yeah, she looks in bad shape. It's like she rocked that postnatal yoga fucking super hard. Oh my god! But oh, but how do you yoga your face? Had <laughs> her nose done? I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. She looks like she's like wasting away. It's weird. I don't like it. And it, well, again, so I'm watching night one trying with to my wife. Shame. I think it's important to note that that that's not where I'm at. I'm not reducing her. No, she had a fucking one of the best matches of the night. Good wrestler. If she's got, you know, whatever, if, I don't care. I'm just saying to me, it, it's very drastic and noticeable. It, uh, well, that's the thing. So, you know, I watched both nights 100% with my wife minus, like, uh, the last two matches on Saturday or on Sunday. Uh, she had to get up real early. But, um, which I'm like, well, you skipped the right shit. Uh, but she goes, this isn't what Becky used to look like, right? And I go, no. No, 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 no. And I go, go back to 2019. Just take a take a look at her. And she goes, yeah, that's what I remember. I go, yeah, that's a healthy looking Becky. This one looks like she throws up every meal. And I'm not trying to be an asshole. If you're a bulimic person, it's, you're happy with it. it Rock on, man. Good. No, hey, it worked for some that's people. Not healthy, and you shouldn't be doing. I'm not. That. No, I'm. I'm more just saying. I'm not trying to knock her if she is going through that disease. I'm more saying like. I'm not trying to be, I'm saying like you're saying, like you're not body shaming. I'm just saying, Becky, there was a point in 2019 when I go, God damn, you look great. How about this? Now, I hope hope that she is in good health and she is happy. Yes. But she looks like she looks like she. (laughs) And then uh, (laughs) moment of the night was this to me was great. Even more than Ronda Rousey losing, which I think was, if it's true that she did walk out pissed off before the Hall of Fame and all that shit, I feel like, well, all right, well, 
We were going to give you the title, but fuck you now. Here, here now we're really going to give it to Flair. I actually thought Rousey was going to lock for the win. Did you yeah. not? I mean, we both thought. I yeah, yeah, so I was like, I thought. huh. Um, when it went black on the screen, my wife goes, hmm, connection issues? No, no, no. I hear everything perfectly fine right now. That's a wardrobe malfunction. And that was a fully man. It was Charlotte's fully. It was a nip slip. Moment of the night. Fantastic. No. Uh, but then we get Seth Rollins. No, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I don't even know why. I just happened to look at the wrong part. We get Kevin Owens coming out and, you know, really pissing the crowd off. And then Austin comes in and just kicks the shit out of the easels, which had me giggling automatically. I was like, oh, I'm back into, like, two, I'm in 99-2000 mode already. I'm in. Here we go. Actually, kind of more 2003. We're in Sheriff Austin mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's we're not there just yet. I marked out, man, when it turned into the let's have a fight. I did. You know, I mean, we had a feeling it might turn into a real match, and it It, it did. He came out with the knee braces. It was pretty obvious. It was obvious. Um, but he's also come to the ring and doing interviews in the past with just that, too. Because if you're going to do just a stunner, he's still going to put the knee braces on. Uh, okay. Because leading up to this, I watched his last interview segment at a WrestleMania, which was the Piper's Pit that he did uh, back at, like, 22, I think it was. Braces were on. So, and they stunned Carlito. So it was, you know, things, it was a, he, not they, he. So, um, and people were like, oh, people are like, oh, this is bullshit. People are thinking that this is going to do wonders for Kevin Owens' career, but he just got his ass kicked by a 60-year-old man. That was legit something I read. And I'm like, then you just don't understand anything of wrestling at all. That right there was one of the happiest come-home moments, the best person to sell it. And I... But I wish I had started this podcast years ago. When I first saw Kevin Steen in 2011, I said, this guy reminds me of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brian Pillman mixed together. He's a loose cannon on the mic, but he's an anti-authority ass kicker because he was against Jim Cornette and Ring of Honor. And it was a, and the crowd wanted to cheer him even though he was a bad guy. I go, he's Austin. This is awesome. This just came full circle to me. So I was ear to ear smiling the entire segment all the way to the very end drinking beer hitting him everything was it slow paced sure yeah but it was exactly what it was supposed to be and you know what go back to any other fucking austin triple h austin rock match nothing was ever fast paced every one of those matches went through the crowd slow hits him stopping doing his thing it wasn't 45 false finishes that's a that was an austin match that was a legit Austin no holds barred match that we got, and it ended WrestleMania the exact way I wanted it to for night one. Good job. Yeah, it was so hard because here's the thing, man. They're splitting this into two nights. <clears throat> Each night still runs as long as the fucking original WrestleMania did. So you're not making it easier to watch. You're making it more difficult to watch. I was falling asleep during this, man. As excited as I was, I was like, I was dozing in and out, and I finally woke up and was able to catch the finish. It was, it was a great way to end the night. It was everything it should have been. It was nostalgia. It was fun. Um, you know, suspend disbelief. He, Austin's a badass. He uh, he looked a little wrinkled in the face. Other than that, he looked good. 
You know what I mean? Show me a 60-year-old so. that that actually didn't exactly. get Botox done. That doesn't exactly. look like that, you know? <laughs> right. I thought he looked fucking great for... Even his biceps looked fucking real jacked. I mean, for oh, yeah. a guy in his 60s, you know? And he didn't go out and say, I'm going to have a five-star classic. He had a Stone Cold Steve Austin match. And I'm, I legit, again, smiling like it was the Attitude Era days. And I'm not exactly. an Attitude Era fan, per se, as you know. But I was a fan of what he used to do. You know, I, didn't, I I wasn't a mega over Austin fan, but I liked what he did for the product back in the day. Um, So, Austin rides off in the sunset. Great way to end everything for his career, right? Sure. Okay, night two. Here we go. Sure. We're going to open with the Raw tag titles. Um, But actually, before that, I text you. So, they had a couple of football players on. First, they had... Who was that Rosenberg guy? Uh, or bald douchebag. He's like a the, I don't even know Paul Rosenberg. Sam Rosenberg whatever or whatever. Thank you. Yeah. Paul Rosenberg was from Jerky Jimmy Boys. Norton. Sam Rosenberg. They kept interviewing certain guys and they got two Dallas Cowboys. And he goes, you're one of the best uh, running backs. And then JBL, what of? What of? Oh, he's the best. How are you going to say that? And he kept and he's like, and Zeke, you're one of the best. And oh, one, oh, one. I was like, this is a fucking horrible segment. And they go, who were your favorite wrestlers growing up? He goes, I growed up, man. My favorite wrestler is John Cena. And then they're force feeding the lines. Well, last night we had the Hall of Fame, and I'm or two nights ago, and I'm sure Undertaker, you were a fan. Yeah, yeah, we, we like Undertaker. And tonight our match, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns. Sure, you guys are a big fan. Who do you choose? I was like, they were just forcing it, right? Now I really wish I remembered the name of the guy, but he was from the San Francisco 49ers. George this Kittle. dude comes out. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you, because George, or Booker T goes, hey, I got one for you. He would come out and be like, I'm George Kittle, and I'm like the Skittle, and you can taste the rainbow. <laughs> and that's the shuggy ducky crackety cracky cracky ducky cracky back back. Moment of the night. I just smoke crack in the back. Moment of the night. Fucking a Booker, get the fuck off of the mic. Oh, All we're right, talking about Booker that later. guy. Yeah, well, Kittle, excellent dude on the mic. He was like, nah, but you gotta understand, man. The reason that uh, he goes almost, he goes, he's a big guy, but Bobby, he's got what four MMA wins, blah 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 blah. He was naming things. He goes, he beat Drew. He goes, and then you got uh. Pat McAfee being a punter, but he's no slouch. Blah blah blah. This guy had stats. He had he was talking, and I was like, "We need to get more NFL guys to come in here." Pat McAfee has been the tits since day one on the mic. I'm like, bring some of these guys in here. This is great. It's Not every been, one of them. I'm saying I was say it's some of better them. since Mongo. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Um, all right, let's run through let's this here. Through uh, yeah. So, RK bro, they retain. I was actually shocked Did at that. Did you see the Bobby uh, Lashley? I liked the uh, Matt Riddle Avalanche RKO. That was good. And then followed up, up by and, oh, it, looks it so was good. good. Um, and then you had uh, Bobby Lashley. He beats almost. Did not expect that. Edge gets some help from just a glance of outside interference, enough of a distraction for AJ to get the spear. As soon as I saw Priest and I saw AJ still go for the move, I go, spear. I'm like, I called it. And I'm like, I knew it was going to happen, and it was a sick moment. It was a great WrestleMania spot. I liked it. So uh, rumor is Edge is going to have a stable. 
And Damian Priest. I did is see be that the first in one. Perfect. Because you know what that is? Brood 2.0. Not necessarily what you have to call it, but I'm saying, like, you're passing it on. I love it, man. Good for you. I just, I loved it. Solid choice. It's going to keep a story going. Uh, the women's tags, which we already said, Sasha and Naomi. Um, hey, man, did you know that was Sasha Banks' first win at WrestleMania? She was 0 6 before last night. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that stat until like it came H, up. I thought that was kind of interesting. Losing streak at, at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, in which, speaking of, so I had messaged you at the beginning of the night, and you go, nope, phoning it in. I liked where last night was, and I'm going to keep it there. Um, and I'll, I'll just fast forward through later. I go, okay, well, watch right after America the Beautiful. Man, they opened the right way. Triple H coming out and leaves his boots in the ring. Do you know what I wanted? I think that you could have done this. And maybe you just let him have his moment, and that's fine, and I'm okay with it. But you had two Texas boys from the Attitude Era that you could have brought out. Three if you really wanted to. Austin and Taker were both there last night, man. You could have very easily brought them out in just as like a quick little thank you to them. You know what I mean? Or to him. Um, or even having uh, Shawn Michaels. All three of them come out. Just, you know, I, I just... The moment could have been a little more, but I also was fine with how it left. People are like, why do you leave the mic in the ring in front of the boots? I actually saw a meme about that. By the way, I saw a, a, a guy list out every match and saying that it was the worst WrestleManias he's ever seen. I go, I got to be honest, man. Over the last several years, since 35, I think that this is actually some pretty entertaining shit. Um, Sami Zayn, of course, loses to Johnny Knoxville. And I called another one, dude. I said a big hand. I said that he was going to run into a big hand. I didn't say he was going to run into the jackass shit. I said a big fucking hand. Did you see? Did you see what Mark Henry tweeted? It's all grown up. Generational talent. See, if he worked for WWE still, they wouldn't have let him do that. I'm so glad that he got to do that. Which, speaking of, I don't know if we've ever said this, but when you watch Rampage, he is the best thing. It's time for the main event. He should be doing that at Rampage and Dynamite. He gets you jacked up for the main event matches. Um, Pat McAfee put on the match I thought he was going to against Austin Theory. But, remember I said entrances can get you jacked up? God damn, comes out to Seven Nation Army. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. bring those cheerleaders back out. You had me eat. I was in. And then he punts a football to the stands, which was cool. Um, and then beats Austin Theory in the match. So again, I thought he was going to. And the video package of him always wanting to be a WWE superstar, he did retire early in the NFL. And then and in 2017, you see him in a barn saying, I'm trained to become a WWE superstar. And I remember a coworker of mine going, did you happen to hear about this? Cause you knew I was a wrestling fan. I go, I did. And I was like, eh, and here I am in 2022 going, damn, he probably had one of the best matches on the card too. Like it was, he was impressive that and yeah. we couldn't leave well enough alone. <laughs> okay. I would have been fine with Vince getting involved in doing that football <laughs> spot moment, which I thought was cool, looking like he's going to punt it to the crowd. And I'm like, he's not going to get this thing. He's not even going to be able to lift his leg up high enough to be able to kick it out of the rope. 
But then he kicks it into uh, McAfee's gut. Okay, cool moment. But then you pin him? Okay. Well, he's no longer undefeated at WrestleMania. That's what they were trying to get across to. And now here comes Austin. And I go, oh my God. Well, first of all, Vince ruined Austin's moment. I'm going to tell you how. He has Austin Theory pose in all four corners, and then they join hands and put the arms in the air together. Austin Theory's music hits, and Vince jumps and sells it like someone's going to come out. Uh, and then goes, oh, oh, and I go, so that means someone's coming out. And then, like, 30 seconds, not even, bam, here the, the, the glass breaks. Because I couldn't even pop because now Vince just made me realize something happened. Go back and watch it. He sold it the wrong way. Um, speaking of selling something the wrong way, hey, Vince, you ever think maybe it's not time in your life to take a stunner? <laughs> yeah. Well... That's a different story altogether. Remember what I brought what, up man. about Mick Foley's son uh, putting up a video? There's a video yeah. that it's Mick Foley laughing uncontrollably, wheezing like Wheezy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at that spot. His son decided to fucking video him on the fly. And he goes, that is the worst stunner ever. And then Mick Foley tweeted the video. Yes. Yeah. Thank I, God. Yeah. It was one of the worst stunners ever. And the thing is, McMahon's always taken some bad stunners, but this was the worst of them all. Um, you're right. They went too far with this. But I think MVP of the weekend goes uh, to Pat McAfee. He, totally. He hasn't wrestled a lot, but he wrestled another great match. He had a great match with Austin Theory, who's a young up-and-coming talent who actually might be something someday. He got to wrestle Vince McMahon. He got to drink beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then he got to take a stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Pat McAfee won WrestleMania weekend. Yep, and he <laughs> if he never wrestles another match again, yeah. uh, again, and if I was him, I wouldn't. I would be like, I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. How much better does it get that you just had two matches at WrestleMania... Um, which, speaking of, he's, uh, like, the first man to do that since Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30, which is, you know, just whatever. Um, as soon as, man, I, I actually had a feeling, I, I was thinking that Vince was going to turn on Austin Theory inside with Pat McAfee. That's why he was down at ringside. I was kind of hoping for that, and it obviously didn't happen. No, that was yeah, the moment, it, to me, like I said, you should just, you, you couldn't leave well enough alone. I mean, you had to go to the well twice with, with Austin, and it ruined Austin's moment from Saturday to me. Yeah. Because then you just get, he just gave the worst stunner in the world to Vince. Now, Austin Theory and Pat McAfee made up for those stunners, but we're all talking about Vince's knees buckling worse than the time he dove into the ring at the 2005 Royal Rumble. <laughs> and then, now we go home. Let's go to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Hey, I'm going to get myself one more set of chicken nuggets for this one because I'm ready. Oh, oh, it's over. Oh, what the fuck happened? Jesus Christ, that happened quick. Um, Shoot. Work. What is it? The only thing that I'm seeing is that something happened to Roman's arm. Well, okay, so 
an injury seems to be the theory. Apparently, Roman uh, mouthed something to Heyman at some point, saying like it's out or something like that. It's out. Oh, he didn't just mouth it. He yeah. said it. Which, yeah. oh my God. All right, yeah, you didn't get to watch everything in full. Goddamn. Paul Heyman sells everything. He goes, oh, it's, it's out. It's okay, my tribal chief. I love you, my tribal chief. You are my man, tribal chief. I love you, my tribal chief. He just kept doing it, and I was like, he goes, you can do this, my tribal chief. I was literally smiling at Paul Heyman during all this, but he kept holding his arm, and then I noticed, I go, God damn, his arm looks really bruised for some reason right now. And that was the one that was in the Kimura lock. And when he grabbed the rope yeah. to, you know, let go of the release, Lesnar did a couple extra cranks to, you know, sell the the hurt of it. But I think he fucking tore it, man. And I hope, look at you've let people sit on the side or hold the title for four or five months without defending it. Don't take the title from Roman. I mean, this is the one time I'm going to say do not take the title off of him. Let him hold the title for four months if that's all it takes to get this repaired. Lesnar's held it longer and sat on the sidelines. Roman could even come in and do fucking commentary or uh, just promos. Let the streak go right now because he's right. going to hit 600 days. Let it go. Don't take the title off him. Don't vacate now. Not after all this. Let the injury play itself out. That's all I want to say on that. Other than that, we all knew Roman was going to win. And people are like, well, that, that match was disappointing. I don't know how what you guys expected. I expected Spear F5, Spear F5, Superman Punch, German Suplex, German Suplex, Spear, win. Yeah. And I got that. I mean, I had the exact yeah. right order, but I'm pretty sure I got that. It wasn't a prediction. It was a spoiler. All right. Well, let's bring something to the table. Just bring it, bitch. Longest news segment ever. Fuck. All right. Well, look, it was a WrestleMania weekend. There was a lot to talk about. So, look it. All I have to say with my bringing to the table is, look it, man. I brought this to the table a couple weeks ago, but I got to say it one more time. Haters, why are you hating? You know, I I understand a hater's job is to hate. Quote from Cat Williams. You know, and if if you got 13 haters right now, you got to figure out a way to get 15 by summer. I'm cool with it, right? Means that you're doing something right. WWE did not have a bad fucking WrestleMania. They had bad moments. Do not get me wrong. But I, as a man who said I will prefer AEW over WWE, and I would choose to not keep bringing up news and segments and storylines of WWE, was entertained two days in a row. I'm telling you. And just so you know, like 95 days sober, by the way. Not one drop of alcohol was had during WrestleMania. So, you know, and so to me, it's it, just for fun, you know, just health wise, you just, you know, just kind of losing weight, but it, it's it, neither here nor there. I'm really depressed. ODM. I'm really, I'm just kidding. No, um, but it's so, I mean, like I had an enjoyable time watching that event. Uh, and that's, that should say something to you. I mean, really? I, I, yes, they were both long. It was fucking eight hours in two days. And yeah. if you're a real wrestling fan, it was even more. If you watch all that other shit. But I'm going to leave you with this, ODM. The day that I am done with my travels and this podcast has made enough money, you and I are doing a WrestleMania weekend somewhere. We're going to hit up all the shows. We'll even go to Joey Janela's clusterfuck. 
There were so many different promotions. Big Effie's Gay Bash. That was a fun one. He fought Minoru Suzuki, kissed him on the lips. Oh, it was great stuff, man. So much fun shit happened this weekend. You and I, we're going to do a WrestleMania weekend. What are you bringing to the table? All right. All right. I don't even know anymore. Now, uh, just seeing what happened at uh, Ring of Honor this weekend and just the news of, of AEW buying them out, it's kind of what we expected. It's not just going to be a minor league system. It's going to solve AEW's overbloated roster problems. Brian Cage, who's been mm-hmm. off of TV for a while, just showed up in Ring of Honor. Guess where he's probably going to stay? You know, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal is all you elite. Him, you had him jobbing people out. He's going to go back to Ring of Honor. FTR, they won the titles. The Bucks don't want to mm-hmm. put him over, so they're going to go to Ring of Honor. They may be the minor league, but you're going to have all these people that just can't get time just because of the oversized roster. They can go to Ring of Honor. Problem solved. It's a good thing. You remember our teaser way back in the day? It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. We're finally getting back there because We're it was, getting back to you it. know, the pandemic fucked everything up and, and everything, you know. It, it, I remember we got about a year in and we said, remember when we said it's a good time to be a wrestling fan? Well, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. It sucks a dick right now. I hate wrestling. <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't hate wrestling in 1997. Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Wait a minute, Doc. What are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? What, do we become assholes or something? Give me a hell yeah. I know you're hurt, low life. Well, so am I. And I say you got any guts. Uh oh. You get out here right now and let's do it again now! You know, we are looking at a man who is very, very brave. Everyone is asking, why is Bret Hart all of a sudden a bad guy? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm not going to lie to you. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels loathe one another. Whether it be out here or back there, make no mistake about it, Bret Hart hates my guts. And to be perfectly honest, I hate his. I don't know about you, ODM, but when I feel like I'm going to get in a fight with someone, I like to take a chair, set it down in the middle of the ring, and kind of stand up like I'm an acrobat. No, not you? Oh, that's what Shawn Michaels does. Anyway. All right, hey, man, let's talk about this week. All right. Starting on Sunday, April 6, 97, Spring Stampede, Tupelo, Mississippi. Uh, we, Hall has been absent. Nash is going to have to defend the title on his own against the Steiners. Uh, but Nash has a list of demands. We'll see where that goes. Uh, we open with our classic cruiserweight battle, Ultimate Dragon versus Rey Mysterio. No Sonny Ono. Uh, it's a good way to open. Gets the crowd hot. Everybody's cheering. Uh, we got Lee Marshall backstage trying to get a hold of Nash. Six opens the door, kind of whispers something, slams it. Uh, Mysterio wins. Good pop to open the show. We go back to Lee Marshall. He's still back there. Uh, door opens. Steiner show up. There's Scott is just yelling shit. He's heated. He's getting real hot. Uh, Nash says, I'll take you both on, but he wants Nick Patrick as the ref. 
Uh, Scott in the melee pushes a cop, gets maced and handcuffed. <laughs> and Scott's just yelling, Ricky! It's a Tuesday for him, but you know. Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> Next we get Medusa versus Akira Hokuto. Like in, like in uh, Boys in the Hood? That's exactly like, what I thought. <laughs> Ricky! <laughs> Too soon. My baby, what'd you do? <laughs> Uh, Medusa is about to hit her finisher. Luna Vachon comes out, takes out her knee, and uh, Akira retains. Uh, next, we get Lord Steven Regal versus Prince Ayakea for the TV title. Uh, Regal starts taunting the crowd. He's getting a lot of heat. Great heel work, as always. But uh, Ayakea gets the win, but gets beat down post-match. Uh, Regal locks in the stretch, and uh, that's that. Next, we get Gene. I put Gene on set because the crowd is full of plaster steers and wooden fences and a saloon door and all this other shit uh, says there's an emergence of a new click call the hotline to find out who uh, introduces Flair uh, he's close to returning to in-ring action he says doctor says May 1st he's ready to go mentions Kevin Green got released by the Panthers that's a way to put a guy over uh, and says he's going to recruit him for WCW Called Green up, wants him to show up at Charlotte on May 18th. Says it's a done deal. Calls out Hogan the end. This of guy is so shitty. Woo! <laughs> no one wanted him. We're gonna hire him. Exactly. Uh, next, we get a public a pubic enemy uh, versus Mongo and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Mongo and Jeff Jarrett do the strut together. That was kind of humorous. We'll get to that later. Uh, basically, it's the same shtick. Second verse, same as the first. Jarrett gets bumped into Mongo. Uh, Jarrett Powder's like he's going to quit, comes back. You're doing it again. See, now you shouldn't have said anything. Um, <laughs> we get a shot of Deborah. Shivani, my God, isn't she beautiful? Dusty, load as long as she doesn't open her mouth. <laughs> Dusty, I mean, like, we couldn't have been any more on the same page, man. Uh, uh, Deborah slaps grunge. Uh, he tries to put her on the table. Jarrett hits him with a chair. Um, Meanwhile, Mongo and I, I think Rocker in the back fighting, and they hit a couple of the cows and knock them over. And Dusty, we got two cows down. We got two cows down. We got a dead cow back here, brother. Okay, can I just tell you that I absolutely love the dynamic of Dusty only being on the pay-per-views. <laughs> yes. I think that this needs to be done more, like with other companies. This save. Certain people for pay-per-views, because then when you get there, you're like, God damn, Dusty is the best part of every pay-per-view. <laughs> like, the last month was him laughing his ass off during the pubic enemy match. And this over here, we got cows, baby. We got cows. Let's just hope Debra don't open a mouth. <laughs> Does anybody remember who the legal man is? Heenan. Does it matter? <laughs> Rock uses the Halliburton exactly. Jarrett while he's got the figure four on grunge. Uh, yeah, and P.E. wins. Uh, next, we get Gene in the back, pushing the hotline again. He's with Sister Sherry and Harlem Heat. And as soon as I saw them walk in, I knew. I knew that this was the fucking promo. And what promo? What do you mean? And <laughs> well... You keep talking about a click! The only click! I've done it before. I'm not going to go the whole way, but... Now, on the Pecock, they did edit it, so he says, sucka, but we all know 
that's not what he said. This is the Booker T promo. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, Ninja. He, they would have made it better if they even said, we coming for you, motherfucker. It would still been better than what he has said. <laughs> I swear, same sentiment as you. The moment I that this started happening, I saw the background, the interview. I go, no. Is this it? I forgot it happened on a pay-per-view, so it's even better. Oh, God. Good moment. Yep. Not really, but you know, it's for his reactions, everything, and Sherry just no sells it and just rub, just like rubbing his face, like it's all right, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. You know what? I'm gonna call that the shucky ducky quacky dacky. <laughs> I'm gonna go do some cracky in the backy moment. <laughs> Fuck yes, nailed it. Uh, speaking <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> speaking of nailing it, Chris Benoit versus Steve Malenko for the U.S. title. Just watch this match. Uh, Jacqueline naturally comes down, goes after a woman. Hart comes down. This got really convoluted, man. Somebody looks like they're... Jimmy Hart looks like he's going to steal the belt. Eddie Guerrero has his arm in a sling, comes down and stops Hart. Um, Heenan says there's more fights here than divorce court. Uh, Arn Anderson comes down, clocks Malenko. Then Sullivan comes down and hits Benoit straight in the head with a kendo stick that had no give. It wasn't even like a kendo stick. It was like a fucking broom handle. Just hits Benoit on the head. Um, Benoit's out cold. Malenko wins. Jimmy Hart, Jacqueline, and Kevin Sullivan are basically dragging Eddie Guerrero to the back and are putting the U.S. title on his shoulder. And he's like, why are you giving this to me? And they just do that. Uh, Malenko shows some respect to Benoit, kind of wakes him up, uh, says, hey, he wasn't supposed to be here. Benoit, Benoit goes, no, he wasn't. Great match, just a wonky finish. Yeah. Real yeah. weird. Yeah. Next we get Kevin Nash versus just Rick Steiner because Scott's been arrested and maced. Uh, Nick Patrick is the ref, enters with Nash, DiBiase, and Six. Um Steiner kicks out of a power bomb. That was a good moment. Six is interfering all match. Uh, it takes him like 20 minutes to take the turnbuckle pad off to the point where DiBiase actually had to come up and help him and did it in two seconds. He drops Steiner headfirst on the buckle, keeps doing it again. DiBiase comes in, tells Nash, end it. Nash says, I'll end it when it's enough. I'll tell you when it's enough. Uh, drops him on the buckle again. DiBiase tries to interfere again and just walks off. Another buckle shot, a power bomb. Then Nick Patrick hesitates, doesn't want to do the count. Does one, stops. Nash looks at him. He finishes the count and walks off. So they're really teasing the dissension in the NWO. Next we get Gene with uh, Giant and Luger. Giant says this is Hogan's plan to pit brother against brother. Giant puts over that him and Luger are true friends and teammates. And the goal is for one of them to get the match against Hogan. And next we get the match. We get Stevie Ray versus Booker T versus Luger versus Giant. It's the four-corner match. First pin or submission gets a shot at Hogan. Uh, Stevie Ray tags in Luger. Uh, so he'll be in against the Giant. Um, then they just go ahead and both tag in Harlem Heat for a big pop. They're hesitant to fight. They drag that out for like five minutes. Luger gets back in. Giant looks like he's going to get the win with a choke slam, but instead tags in Luger, locks in the rack for the win. So, handing it, handing it over to Luger to face Hogan, not bad. Interesting. 
I didn't anticipate that to happen, but I, uh, I think I have an idea of where this is heading, and I, I'm, I forgot this is happening, and it's cool. All right. As much as I could say, I don't want to give things away. Right. <clears throat> yeah, we'll get there. Uh, next, we get a slamboree ad. It's Heenan, Dusty Zabisco, basically saying that WCW needs a leader. So there's that. Uh, next, we get. Well, the at least they're of- not on horses this time, yeah. like the last one. <laughs> oh, right. That's fucking terrible. Uh, next, we get the NWO music hitting. It's backstage with Macho and Liz heading out for his match against DDP. I'm going to moiter the bum. Yeah. Savage. We're going to go find the gemologist family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Savage, Savage is talking about the after party. He says, I'm going to bu- invite a bunch of women to the after party. You got a problem with that, Liz? <laughs> and then he says, it's going to be Slim Jims for everybody. I don't know what that means, macho. <laughs> is that a euphemism? Or... Uh, is that a euphemism? <laughs> so we get the match. Uh, Kimberly's going to be in DDP's corner. Macho cuts a quick promo before getting in the ring. Uh, they fight off to the stands. At one point, Macho slaps David Pin- Pinzer, stomps him, takes the chair. Um, the whole story is DDP not giving up. Uh, at one point, Macho grabs the ring bell, but Kimberly takes it away from him. Uh, Macho uh, bricks on an elbow. DDP gets his boots up. <sighs> Macho takes out the ref. This is where things just kind of go even more wonky than the last match. Um, Macho hits an elbow after he took out the ref. There's no one to count. Nick Patrick comes down, hugs Macho. You got Nash watching from the top. DDP hits the reversal into a cutter, and Patrick just counts the three. Mm-hmm. Doesn't hesitate at all. Just right to it. Nash goes right after Nick Patrick. Bischoff, the NWR, to the ring. Uh, no Hogan there. Nash tends to Macho, but at the same time, he has Patrick by the throat. It was really impressive because the whole time he's like, Macho, Macho, you okay? But his whole time he's got Patrick by the throat. Uh, it was a good visual. Um, and Nash ends up powerbombing Nick Patrick just to get him back for that. Uh, at one point, Macho grabs Kimberly by the hair and Bischoff t- is calling him off like, nope. Uh, pushes Bischoff down, hits him. Nash and the NWO go after Macho. Chaos ensues. And instead of like going with that, it goes to commentary and ends the show. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be the main event, to be honest with you. Yeah, me neither. So let's roll right on into to Monday. Nitro. Yeah, let's go right into Nitro. Uh, we open up with Conan and Hugh Morris versus Alex Wright and Psychosis. It's an odd pairing, not the style, just the appearance. It's just, it's weird. Um, See, I kind of thought the pairing was kind of humorous, but uh, it was all right. Motherfucker, it's like I unknowingly set you up every week. Uh, shot of DDP arriving at the arena earlier. He's got a black eye. <laughs> wants the camera out of his face. It, 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 Dungeon of Doom. Uh, next, we get Lord Steven Riggle versus uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. Uh, Shivani says it's Ayukea. He gets that wrong. Uh, we get a shot of Hogan in the NWO, specifically Bischoff, Vincent, and DiBiase arriving in the back. Hogan says it's time to get down to family business. Uh, Regal gets the stretch on, doesn't release the hold. Uh, when Ray gets the rope, so that's a DQ. IEK comes out to try to make the save, but Regal just beats the shit out of him. Um, after Hogan and his crew arrive, we see Macho, Liz, Buff, Wall Street, Six, Norton, Stang, and Nash in their own limo. Macho's on crutches. He's got his ankle wrapped. You like that, don't you, bitch? Uh, so 
They're already pushing that. <laughs> Next, we get Ice Train versus Benoit. Uh, we see the NWO meeting backstage. They want to, we want to know what color you are. And Macho says Bischoff has got soft since the suspension. Uh, Benoit wins this match. Uh, we get a shot of Rodman's movie premiere that Hogan was at. Rodman is dressed up like Gold Dust. That's not a joke or an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. He's dressed up like Gold Dust. Wrong company, bro. I miss the 90s. Next <laughs> next we get Hector Guerrero versus Kevin Sullivan. Uh, Jacqueline gets involved a lot, and it's a squash. Uh, next we get our NWO Summit. Everybody comes out, but you can see they're still in two separate groups walking to the ring. There is no Nick Patrick there. Uh, DiBiase says there's turmoil in the family. We're going to end it tonight. Hogan calls out Nash. Uh, they basically go back and forth. Nash says something about he he sat in a hotel room on Easter Sunday, uh, so I'm sorry for being a little grouchy last week. And Hogan says, oh, next next Easter, I'll make sure you get to go on the NWO Easter hunt. Dynamite stuff, Monty. Dynamite stuff, Monty. Um, it's Hogan. some of the things that you know when certain guys are ad-libbing or writing their own lines. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like that one wasn't handed to you. That sounds like a Hogan fucking line. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, Hogan saying he wants to know where Na- where Hall is. Uh, says, uh, the way Nash is looking at me, uh, we might have to do the thing right now. Nash says, I don't need to love you to respect you. Nash and Hogan make up. Macho goes after Bischoff hobbling on one leg. Uh, Hogan says, hey, bury the hatchet. Macho says, we're on probation with each other. They too sweet. And so far, it looks like they've resolved their issues. Leads us into hour two. We get Mean Gene in the ring. Introduces Flair. Gene with the light on, line of the night. You know, the NWO and the Horsemen, it's uh, it's like the Hotel California. You can check in, but you can never check out. I don't think you got that one right, Gene. I think you screwed it up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had to go back I'm, and listen to it twice. Now I'm 99% sure. <laughs> sure the writers had the night off for Easter. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, they call out Piper. It's time to strike against the NWO. They're fighting internally. It's time to strike. They bring out Kevin Green. Says he's got Piper and Flair's back. And uh, the last note that I wrote is steroids are a hell of a drug, apparently. <laughs> Next. Works for Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Next. We hit Chris Jericho versus Dean Malenko for the U.S. title. Uh, Malenko wins, kicks Jericho in the face, and walks away. Uh, they sell that pretty good. Next, we get High Voltage versus Pubic Enemy. High Voltage gets another win over Pubic Enemy. Uh, Gene is in a ring with Pubic Enemy post-match. Uh, and they challenge High Voltage to a Philly street fight because they're going to be in Philly next week, and that's where Public Enemy's from. So there you go. And it's just how we could, you know, have a table match. Yeah, pretty much, right? How, how can we work in the garbage cans and shit like that? Uh, we see IUK backstage getting his ribs taped up. He is set to defend his title later tonight. Uh, next, we get Harlem Heat versus Jeff Jarrett. There is no Mongo. No explanation why. At one point during the match, Deborah actually leaves ringside to go look for him. Can't find him. He eventually comes out. Uh, clears house. He gets tagged in. So it technically would be the hot tag, but it's not really. He clears house, and then he tags Jarrett back in. Jarrett's still spent from fighting alone against two people, gets pinned pretty quickly, and he is uh, talking shit to Jeff Jarrett. He's like, oh, what's the matter? 
What's the matter? You couldn't handle it? I took care of everybody. and You couldn't go finish the job? Starts busting his balls. Um, mm-hmm. Mongo cuts off Deborah. Now ain't the time, Missy. And then there were words after that. And it's same of, you know, more of the same. Y'all. Y'all. Thankfully, she didn't get to talk much. Uh, next, we get Ultimate Dragon versus Prince IUK for the TV title. And motherfucker, you know, IUK is all spent from getting stretched by Regal there. And Dragon wins the title. Finally. There you go. Been kind of getting sick and tired of watching him, to be honest with you. Exactly. Uh, next, we get Giant versus Scott Steiner. I think. I don't know if they were tagging together or fighting each other. Doesn't matter because Conan and Morris jump Scott. Giant comes to the rescue. Uh, Hugh Morris hits Giant with a chair, no-sells it, and Conan and Morris powder. And that's that. Yeah, it was pretty humorous how they powdered. Next. <clears throat> We get DDP to the ring, takes the ice pack off his shoulder, calls out Macho, says, face oh. me right now. NWO music I hits. Promo. I'm going to fucking kill you. Macho comes out. Hogan stops him, slows him down, says. Wait, what? What? Did you, you're going to kill me. I just said I love this promo. Okay. I didn't. I just heard you murmur something, so I wasn't sure what you No, 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 no. I actually love it. I love this promo because I remember back in the day that I know you're hurt, scum. But come down, it just how he and he's all bruised and bandaged up. No, I'm saying I actually like this. Yeah, dickhead. Go ahead, <laughs> cock. Anyway, guess who shows up finally after days of we want Sting chance? Well, it's Sting. Stang. Not Sting. It's Sting. Uh, repels in. Looks like he had a little trouble with the line this time. Uh, tosses a bat to DDP. Has another one in his pocket naturally, and uh, that's how we go off the air. Is that a is that a bat in your pocket or <clears throat> all right? What happened on Raw? Okay, we open up with Bulldog and Owen versus the Godwins. Uh, we're starting. Owen and uh, Bulldog have the Union Jack and the Canadian flag. Uh, Owen gets on the mic, puts over Brett. Uh, the whole time Owen's talking, Bulldog keeps walking in front of the hard cam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just fucking great. You know he got really, like, reamed out for that oh, one when he got yeah. back. Yeah, he got reamed for that one. Uh, we, we got Shawn Michaels in the back. Uh, Owen on his promo saying, don't talk bad about Brett. Uh, we also get Legion of Doom in the back, cutting a promo on Owen and Bulldog. They got a tag title match coming up. Um, Owen gets the pin during the Legion of Doom promo. Uh, Legion of Doom come out while Bulldog and Owen head to the back. Godwin's come in on the other end, go to throw the slop on him. They duck in powder, and the slop hits LOD, so LOD just beats the shit out of the Godwins. Okay. Oh, so awesome. <laughs> and I love how Owen and Bulldog just kept running to the back. It was awesome. <laughs> this whole show was Owen and Bulldog pretty much. Uh, so let's go yep. with it. Uh, we got him backstage. They're cackling about what just happened to keep watching the replays. And then at some point, Stone Cold is just like across the hall and just yelling at him. Uh, that's because he's on his way out to fight Billy Gunn, who's with the Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man has the remnants of that broken guitar in a plastic bag. We go back to Owen and Bulldog backstage, cutting a promo on Austin. Uh, Austin wins. Honky says, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to Billy Gunn real quick. Grabs a mic. Hey, you know, I've been watching you for a while. Hundreds of hours of videotapes on you. Nothing wrong with losing to somebody like Austin." And then. Honky basically says, hey, man, I want to represent you. And Billy Gunn just clocks the shit out of him. So, (laughs) 
it's good to see that this honky tonk man storyline's paying off. It's worth it. Yeah, it is. It, it, but it's also interesting because of who his protege ends up being. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's why I was confused <laughs> for a little bit when I saw this. Uh, next Same. We, next, we get Doc Hendricks selling the Undertaker door banner. I want one. Thirty bucks, not bad. I'll take one. Let me get one of them. Imagine opening your door right now. All you got to do is call WWEshop.com. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Next, we get some random military-looking dude standing on the stage. Jim Ross says, who's that yahoo? Uh, he is a commandant, the commanding officer of the Truth Commission from South Africa. And the next Raw is War is going to be from Johannesburg, South Africa. Cuts an anti-American promo. He says there's a wrestler in the fatherland, and he has a taped interview. It's Bret Hart just cutting a promo while he's in Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, cuts a promo on the USA on Austin on Shawn Michaels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so next, I know we played this as part of our bumper leading into this segment, uh, but we get Shawn Michaels to the ring to cut a promo. Um, basically, says Bret's always been a heel. Uh, Sean puts over WWE says we're doing the best business we've done in six years calls Vince out as the owner says he's the hottest free agent in the business I didn't realize he was a free agent but okay nah um, I think he was just trying to sound hype because this, there was no way he. I think it's because he wasn't wrestling he's considered a, he was considering himself a free agent but gotcha y- you were tightly <clears throat> impressed in between Vince's cheeks he was the first original <laughs> yeah. kiss my ass club member this promo went on and on. I don't know if they were trying to kill time or what. It went on way too long. Basically says, I'm going to take off my clothes and dance just for you, Brett. Uh, Owen and Bulldog come out, but HBK grabs a chair, able to hold them off. That hands us into hour two. Uh, we get but the that's head- the part I was talking about where he, as they powder off and he has that chair while in the ring. Uh-huh. He Uh-oh. decides to try doing a standing thing on it, and it only lasts for like half a second. Oh, like, the handstand. Ah, he did the handstand. The handstand on the, the chair, yeah. yeah. It was impressive at first, and then you're like, ah, oh, but you didn't really get there. Yeah, I uh, didn't get it. It's like almost doing a push-up and then just going back down to your stomach. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, hour 2 opens Headbangers versus Barry Horowitz and Freddie Joe Floyd. Uh, we get an interview from Vernon White. He uh, is going to be the exhibition opponent against Ken Shamrock later. Headbangers win. And speaking of that match, we have our no-holds-barred exhibition match. Uh, it's a work shoot. That's you know, what you expect. The crowd didn't seem too into it. Um, at one point, uh, Vernon White kicks Shamrock when he was down. Shamrock just puts him in a ground and pound and possibly busted his nose because all of a sudden there's fucking blood all over the place. This dude was dripping fast. So it was awesome. He may not have broken his nose, but uh, so Vader comes out he's got the next match and he has a face off with Shamrock. They get separated. Uh, Vader hits a squash. Uh, there's that. Uh, next we get Monsoon backstage. Uh, Sid's supposed to be facing Mankind in the main event, but Sid can't be found anywhere. Not in the building. No show. No call. Needs a contingency plan. I've looked at the roster. The only person that's available is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin comes on camera a little heated, saying, I already had a match, and I'm not going out there to save your show. But I'll tell you what, you give me a match against Brett in your house, and I'll wrestle tonight. Monsoon says, well, if Sid doesn't show up, you got it. Next, we get a promo, Mankind and Bear in the ring with JR. 
tell you as a kid, I was like, please, God, do not let Sid show up because I was going to be there at this thing. So I was like, please do not let Sid show up tonight. (laughs) I was like, I want Austin and Brett so bad. I'm like, please don't let Sid show up. (laughs) Well, there you go. Uh, Mankind and Bear in the Ring with JR. Um, They're doing the music playing over the promo again. One cool thing about this was Mankind references the exploding death match that he had with Funk in Japan. He referenced smelling on the plane and his wife asking him what smelled like smoke. Uh, Super cool because I'm guessing for the most part that wasn't really well known unless you watched that match, which probably was not. And you didn't know that Mankind was that guy. Exactly. The internet was not. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't know Cactus was that unless you were able to really, really pay attention. But at this point, he's been wearing the mask and doing quite a good job of doing the deranged character that it was kind of hard to tell. Especially for the one that was against Funk, so 100%. Yeah, this this was another promo that just went really long. They must have been trying to kill time. At one point I wrote, is this a movie or a play or something? Because the, <laughs> the way he was delivering his promo, it just seemed like some soliloquy or some shit. Um, the lights flicker, we get the gong, and uh, Taker does a little video package on the Tron. And we hit the main event. We got Austin versus Mankind. It is Austin. Sid couldn't be found, apparently. Uh, Bulldog and Owen are backstage again watching. Um, next, we see them in the uh, in the crowd right near one of the entrances to the concourse, or what I like to call the brother, 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 brother position. <laughs> uh, at one point, Austin sees him, calls him down. <laughs> you like that? I like that. It's a good dub. I like that. Where'd you get tickets for tonight? The brother, 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 brother position. <laughs> Uh, fucking um, Bulldog and Owen end up coming down to the ring when Austin is down, but then LOD comes out to the ring. Then Vader comes in, goes after Austin, hits Mankind on accident. Mankind and Vader start brawling. Austin and LOD chase Owen and Bulldog to the back, and the show ends with Mankind and Vader hugging it out. I can't wait to see Vader's Hall of Fame speech one day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... Best there is, the best there was, and the best that there ever will be. Hold two, arm bar. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handle family credential. It's me, Austin. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. I did it for the rock. This week's top topic. You know something mean, Gene. John Cena. Wrestling's not fake. The Rolex wearing what? Diamond ring wearing what? Kiss stealing. Woo! Wheel and dealing. What? Limousine right. What? Jet flying. What? Son of a gun. Woo! Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. If you smell. Ladies and gentlemen. The Top of Wrestling Podcasts, 100th episode! Holy shit! We're actually here. We are here. 100 episodes. Two true teasers in there as well, but 100 official episodes. It's funny, man. 
The way this one is kind of pushing and expanding on the uh, the old time clock in front of me, looks like we're about to rival the opening episode too, because the first one went just about three hours because we did the top 50 stables. That was our first ever episode. Wow. Thankfully, 50 is no longer the pinnacle of our... Right, we like to go to 100 or more now. Speaking of, today I'm going to be doing the Professor's Top 100 Moments oh from God, each episode. <laughs> I like lists, man. All right? I'm not telling you I like that Let's you're going to make, make the list. a pros and cons list, okay? <laughs> Of this show, it's all pros. <laughs> all right, we really do want to thank all the little people that we had to curb stop and power bomb on our way to get here. <clears throat> that boy. All right, man. Hey, look at back. The first show was February third, twenty twenty, and we already kind of alluded to this earlier. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. You got WWE, AEW, Ring oh, of I'm Honor, go see New Japan, NWA. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot that we're going to have. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. And then the pandemic hits. And, yeah, you just called it, man. You were supposed to be. It was like two episodes in. We're like, yo, Brody Lee is going to be showing up in a, in a month or so in Rochester for AEW. How cool is this going to be? So, yeah, the pandemic hits. And, you know, I'd say over the last couple of months, we're finally in the swing of things again. We're, we're finally having new content to really talk about which is good and and like not just new but fun content i mean it was oh, kind of getting a little stale with the um the, the crowdless shows it was just you, you couldn't do much but you know i i took a couple of notes here for today some things you know and you know the evolution of this show enough is all that you know, we, we, I had you know WrestleMania on my mind all weekend, but I was also thinking about the 100th show. I'm trying to take a couple of notes here, and so I made a top 100 list. No, <laughs> but um, evolution of every little thing of the show. I mean, think about it. We used to open with Punk's Ring of Honor theme, you know, that he just came out to at the Revolution pay per view. Then we end up making it into our own, where you could actually hear our voices and our banter and shit talking and I started you know I was like dude every week we have a top topic right let's do it boy oh boy it took a long time a lot of work but also it was just each episode was maxing out two to three hours minimum because there was so much content to deliver that we were trying to keep up with news wise that we wanted to talk about that we couldn't keep up with that and the top topic so we made it a bi-weekly thing you know but it's still an endless growing list i have about a hundred top topics oh god do you know what i miss Wednesday night Wars. i do miss that at least the bumper uh, not not the bumper only that's all i miss <laughs> i miss the bumper not not the actual uh wars of it because not a war. AEW won that wednesday night war and nxt waved that little white flag by you pink know, flag. giving all their people, yeah, ooh, the pink, nice, nice. I see what you did, Duke Boy. No, <laughs> um, yeah, we got started only a couple of weeks after Dynamite, right? I think uh, Dynamite was October 2019, and I think February 
No. October 2018 is when they had their first dynamite, I believe, and then we we began right after that. Um but then we even brought in the Monday Night Wars, which was perfect because we needed that to I think distract us during all the pandemic shit. We needed something good to watch, and we kept saying this is the top of wrestling podcast and it was you, actually, your idea. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but it was, it was your idea. You're like, I, I want to... It was something I've been thinking about a long time of just watching, rewatching the Monday Night Wars. Uh, and I actually did start during the pandemic. And I got just about to New Year's Bash. So I only missed a few months because we started right after WrestleMania in 96. Yep. So I missed a few months there. But other than that, I had been watching. I watched... Uh, you know, when Cornette was managing everybody and you know, a lot of, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of good shit, man. So, and it's great because it's, it's giving us fresh eyes to it, but also our older eyes too. We get mm-hmm. to reminisce, but we also get to look back and go, wow, I can't believe I cheered for this. <laughs> yeah, um, but of course, you know, like where we're at right now, I'm pumped. I mean, this is my, the thing I've talked about since probably the first episode if i've meant when i mentioned the heart foundation i could probably go back to that first episode and i probably mentioned 97 that entire period was one of my favorite eras in wrestling ever and we're finally here which is great um i listened to the teaser for fun and it's funny we're like man we're gonna argue a lot you're like the professor and i we're, we're gonna argue all the time and i don't know man i i think the more we started doing this we're like Probably the reason we did the podcast is because we agreed on so much shit through texting and right. conversation. But I think that we wanted to believe that we would argue, maybe, you know. But nah, when, it can't, when it comes down to it, you you call me on my shit, and I'll call you on yours. But we right. don't – I mean, there's probably more you calling me on mine. But we don't have yeah. anything that we really disagree on topic-wise. Yeah. Unless it's the the 97 Slammy Awards. We can 100% disagree on that right there. I'm going to mail you my crumpled up notes. <laughs> I love I have, I still have a visual of you just, <laughs> God damn, that was hysterical. Um, and I mean, you got to, fuck, I'm going to go for the hat trick. One more thing that brought us together. Hit the music! The bills make me wanna Shout. kick your heels up and Shout. throw your hands up and Shout. throw your head back and Shout. come on now. The bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stole it from me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I had to. You know, that's one thing we did. You know, we used to steal quotes from each other too. It's, it's all good. That was a, and well, that kind of just perfectly segued. Um, movie quotes. First, you know, it started with you doing impressions each week and trying to be uh, someone in the beginning. But then we decided let's start doing movie quotes, and I think it began with a teaser where you did uh, Handsome Dan. Hey! I, you know what I think it was is I think it was something natural where 
as we started doing it, we just found ourselves naturally quoting movies, but knowing what the other person was quoting. So being able to yeah. play off of it. And then we hit, well, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but. Uh, no, we're yeah. already there. Let's let's really talk about it. I mean, hey, well, let's just talk about things that were dead on balls accurate. <laughs> I guess the fucking thing's broken. <laughs> but the most accurate thing ever, and it was as soon as this was the exact reason, this sound bite was the reason I said we have to make our own intro, was bark like a dog. Oh, it yeah. was our first natural dead on balls accurate didn't need to be broken we were so dead on no editing needed and then we did it two other times that i could recall was the big meaty neck and then we just did it last week with brutus barber beefcake during our draft because you go all right you need to pick someone from the golden era and a face i go hmm shit well there's brutus the barber beefcake (laughs) it's perfect Oh, man, no, I, lo- I love those. And so, I mean, you know, we started doing the movie quotes, and then we would reveal it the next week what movie it was, you know, and then we decided let's start doing bi-weekly movie of the week, which we even have later today. Um, kind of makes you wonder what episode 200 will look like. Will the Bills have a championship at that point? Will Cody Rose be back in AEW? Will we be doing movie quotes? Will we have discussed every movie ever? Who knows? There's a lot. Two hundred episodes. I mean, there's a lot, but this one hundred kind of flew by. The more you look at it, I mean, I, it was pretty. Yeah, quick. it's pretty crazy. We've covered three WrestleManias now. You know that That's an... the first one that was the pandemic, no one in the right uh, performance yeah. center and last year, where it was the two night, and then now this past weekend, it's our third WrestleMania. I, I, that's kind of a big way to look at it too. You know, it's. Insane. Kind of, you know, the Mecca. Oh, by the way, I started saying this to people. Or I, I, it's going to be instead of, you know, oh, WrestleMania, it's the, the, the Super Bowls of wrestling. And you start talking to people, be like, oh, th- this is the uh, WrestleMania of football. That's what the Super Bowl is. It's the WrestleMania of football. <laughs> See if we can get some traction with that one. Yeah, we'll try. Um, you know what I miss? You doing impressions. Every week, I would actually, while setting up my gear, be like, who is he going to do today? Because first you started doing wrestlers. Then it was movie quotes and, and whatnot, and I had to guess. But the impressions, I mean, right. we had Rick Steiner, Randy Savage, Rick Flair, Hogan, Mankind, Finn Balor. I did Drew McIntyre because I won <laughs> one time that I had to do one. That that was fun. Uh, your non-stop, ever-evolving William Regal. Um, Orange Cassidy was a dickhead one. That was, I was awesome. Like, what the fuck? Come he's, on. like, he's dead silent. What is he you doing? Oh, got me. But the one that got me the most was the day after recording All Out, because I was still at the same place <laughs> in the barn, and you did Stroked Out JR. <laughs> I and heard damn a The scene <laughs> It's full of mud. So I wore this ridiculous thing for you. Oh, man. that's That was a good one. Oh, any other impressions I can't think of? I'm trying to think here. Anybody Scott else? Steiner was probably my favorite. Uh, the Ric Flair one was fun just because I did the, uh, what did I say? 
Folex wearing. Yes. Sir Connoring wearing. Uber riding, flying Brian. Damn, that was a good one. Man, I forgot about that. Woo! Son of a gun. Oh, man. And then our first season was, you know, talk about natural things, right? You had your dead on balls accurate stuff. How about a dead on balls accurate hat trick? We did not mean to speak of David Arquette's name at all three times in the same episode. We weren't even covering Monday Night Wars. I don't even know what topic it was that we happened to have David Arquette hat trick. It was the name of the episode because of that. That's what's funny. Um, But then that became an evolving thing. We had a big boss man uh, hat trick one time. And then we even did a Triple H yeah, when you called out Triple H going to AEW, that's what it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good hat trick. You know, in okay, so, you know, I'm thinking about, like, the the, the hat tricks, and you have the, the Arquette. We try to make our show names match our logos, or our logos match the show names, or what we're, we're doing. What were some of your favorite uh, logos that we did? Oh, God. The couch one was hilarious just because I think it was the first time that we went kind of outside the box and we're like, this has nothing Real to do outside the box. <laughs> just a couch. You ain't with sitting Scott on my couch. Behind it. That's all it was. Because it was it was his debut, but we didn't want to. <laughs> the story was so good about Heroes of Wrestling. <laughs> um, the Kevin Green one that somebody actually messaged us about. Oh my god, the Slim Jim. <laughs> so good. Uh, Gene looking at woman was fucking great. Um, dude, you you sent the a old man the thumbnail. It was oh the, god, it was so good. The old man from uh, <laughs> you what is it? You are mine or baby, baby? What is that Piper song baby, that it was? Something I, like that. Ba- yeah, whatever it was. But in the old man that was there, and we're like, this shit's getting creepy fast. <laughs> We even had a couple of uh, Jim Duggan logos. The one my favorite is tongue is sticking out. It says this has nothing to do with athletics. <laughs> and I think the other was him digging the tape out of his crotch. Or oh, something. my God. Which is another soundbite that had to make its way into our show. It was so well done. Speaking of show names, that's funny. You know, sp- speaking of the uh, having nothing to do with athletics, um... You ain't sitting on my couch was a great one. That, that's when we started <laughs> to realize that we one. are going to have to, if we're not going to do top topics, well, what do we name the show? You know, because we have like the top 50 this, top that, but what do we do? And I was actually, I don't know, man, I, I get anxiety when I'm like heading into things. I'm like, I want everything to be perfect, right? And I'm like, but we're not going to have a show name. What are we going to do? And it just came so natural. Now I just can't <laughs> wait to stop recording and go, what are we calling this shit this week? And here's a couple of fun ones for you. My dickhead brother, which was great, which goes all the way back to, I think, a pay-per-view I had to miss or something like yeah. that or a show yeah, or whatever was, it was. Uh, it was, was his birthday or some too. shit. That's what, yeah. Um, Jeff and Biker Chicks, which goes back to Hog Wild. Um, I'm a cut that bitch. The one that look that woman was giving to Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> And that, we got that edited from our show, by the way. Our Spotify was like, oh, I'm a cut right. is all you're going to get. Thanks, guys. 
um, Cloudy Days, which was us trying to play off of the, you've seen Sunny Days, sunny. but it was because they introduced <laughs> Cloudy with the Body Donnas. <laughs> Fucking Body Donnas aren't even there. That's how fast <laughs> that came and went. Oh, right. Dude, my favorite, and you've got to listen here, one of my favorites, still Benoit Balls, just for the moment alone. was Benoit like, Balls. But Giant in the Big Beefy Mansion. <laughs> It's because he kept saying Hogan's mansion is just so it, I, I walked in and it was so great and he just kept talking about it. Oh my god! But one of more our more recent ones. Well, let's not forget Sting and Stang or that that was a good one. Um, the picture of Shawn Michaels crying on the same night that Eric Bischoff utters the line, "Tell your dad he's still fired." Oh, it was so good. It worked out so perfectly. Some shit was just so natural. Let me ask you this question, man. Do you remember the time that we're like, all right, season two, it's a wrap, everybody. We had fun. We're out. We'll see you next season. And four days later comes episode 26, Cease and Desist This. That's what it was named, Cease and Desist This. And goddamn, you know, if you haven't listened to it, if you're actually... Because we do have some people that are starting to catch on as of recent. I've caught some people, some friends of ours. Um, I actually know... Shout out. My brother Marty ended up uh, messaging us saying he hey, absolutely Marty. loved the gemologist <laughs> promo. He goes, I'm actually a fan so of I. that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. He, he listened to Monday Night Wars. Um, so if you haven't listened to Cease and Desist, that was a great episode because... Where, um, guys, <laughs> do we need to, to give you a cease and desist open letter because you have our logo? You I'd mean the one that's on freelogo.com? <laughs> yeah, I'd cease and desist me hard. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's where the Discussion de los Hermanos became a thing. And you want to talk about renaming people? That was one. Shit. Oh. Those guys came out. Oh, oh, my God. Wait, what was it? Neil and Bob! It's Neil and Bob. Neil and Bob, <laughs> that's right. The guy sitting in front row at uh, Mania 25. Oh, my God. Holy shit, yeah. that's right. I forgot yeah, about watch that. Along. Oh, my God. Yo, that was... I still can't believe this whole... That cease and desist thing, but it made us give a better logo, and that's why Hell Little yeah. John's got the new shirt, the new logo, and that's good, actually, because the, the original shirt that I have it actually has a mustard stain on it. Hey, I'll be right back. I gotta go grab some uh, chicken nuggets. This commercial break is brought to you by Soul Glow. You know, you can be all the things you always wanted to be. Beautiful, sexy, easy as one, two, three. Just let your soul glow. Just let it shine through. Just let your
come on, man. You knew we couldn't get episode 100 in there without playing one of our favorite tunes of all time. <laughs> right. Um, it's funny. You actually just mentioned the the Neil and Bob guys from the, the Taker watch-along, the guys that I met at the, the Mania weekend. So we did some fun watch-alongs. We did that. That was our first watch-along, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, man. I want to say that, that was seems... right at the beginning of the pandemic because I was working from home and you're like, so yeah, was I. I record on a Tuesday afternoon. That's what it was. They had, uh, <laughs> what's the word? I can't think. Like they, they put us not probation, Jesus, or like they furloughed. They furloughed the company for a little bit of time. And I'm like, I got all the time in the world, man. Whatever time you want to do this, I'm here. It was like a nice morning show. I had, it was huge. It was awesome. I loved doing that. We did both Taker and Michaels back to back. Um, we did have a video version of it, but YouTube, you know, they pulled it down pretty quick. I couldn't edit it enough to make it our own. Uh, we did do a War Games watch along, but it never happened. Well, it happened, but not for anybody to listen to because was it your recording stopped or something? I forgot. One of ours just never happened. The first time it was mine, the second time it was yours, and then you, you kayfabed the third one. That's true. That's right. Okay. Um, so we never got to have that watch along. But then we did watch the Royal Rumble where Edge won the uh, 2021. Yep. yep. We watched that Show Goes On special in your backyard, which was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Heroes of Wrestling. That was our... our <laughs> the one that I that just was kept our... going out outside to smoke cigarettes because I'm like, I'm not... <laughs> yeah, dude, I've never... <laughs> you've never taken more smoke breaks in one episode than that one right there. I had the window And you were still talking so from the window. <laughs> God. That's... Oh, my God. That was so much... Fun. That was... We tore that shit apart. Um, dinner de debonair. You want to talk about things about arguing? There you go. Something yeah. I loved and you hated. There, there. <laughs> exactly. All right, we did argue a bit. Man, one of my favorite things, though, man, the watch along, and we said we're gonna have to do it again, man. All that out. was awesome. Uh, that was awesome. It's funny. So I'll be back this summer for a little bit, and it's it's funny because I, my wife and I were like, we have to have an end date, and I said, well, all right, let's say end of August, we're done, and I go, oh, all out is generally the first weekend of September. She goes, there you go. You're adding on time again. You're the one. Because that's what happened. Last year, I go, can we stay one more week for all out? Next thing you know, it was fucking November. And we're leaving New York. <laughs> yeah, you were there for a while. <laughs> we kept staying and adding things on. That's how Heroes of Wrestling got added on. It was right after. <laughs> um, But all out, man, you choking me out. Samoa Joe style when Daniel Bryan came out, you know, at the end of the <laughs> pay per view, me yeah, punch out. kick dancing punk, oh my god! And you know, we're gonna talk about the beer flowing like wine. Maybe there's a reason I needed to take uh, this three month break. <laughs> <laughs> Liver was hurting after All Out. Oh, that was a fun event. Um, yeah, you know, speaking of, because you know, I think we did Heroes of Wrestling. And I want to say it was, yeah, it was just after you finally got to go to Dynamite. Mm-hmm. You had just went to Dynamite with the boys. And it was a year, it was 18 months in the making almost since oh, shit. it was supposed to be the original where Brody Lee was going to show up. So we had the yeah. pandemic and and you didn't get to go until then. But they had a pretty good showing or tribute to, to Brody for you that night. You know, we got to highlight both dynamites that we went to. I got to go to one in Fort Myers just a couple weeks back. You did yours. 
with your boys. Let's see, you had Sammy, you had <laughs> you had Arn's uh, Glock. Glock. Yeah, it was it was it was a pretty memorable night. Oh, that's you Kenny had, No uh, Balls. You had uh, MJS telling Darby, "I love your uh, what did he say? Your uh, Jesus c- Columbine get up or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> your cool emo school shooter get up, buddy, or whatever it was. That's yeah, where, wow, uh, Darberino. <laughs> <laughs> that's someone Jungle Boy uh, Ronald Adam Cole from the corner to the floor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you had a good night. Yeah. I got Jeff Hardy's return. I got in. We both got new TNT champions. I got yeah. Scorp. You got Scorpio Sky. I got. I, I, I got Scorpio Sky. Vero's you got Guevara. Match. Oh shit! That wow. You're right. He hasn't been been he seen since. Been he just resigned. He's shooting some movie with his wife. Legit. <laughs> Is it gonna be on fans only, or only fans, whatever they call it? <laughs> I never it's on get it. Fans right. only. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Crush! Crush this! <laughs> I'd wow. watch that over Sunny Side Up any day. <laughs> Rusev! Crush pussy! All right. You know, we also had other events that we had going on, too. I mean, obviously, I went to Revolution. Um, but one of my favorite things, man, was putting the podcast into a situation where I'm like, I want to do fun stuff with this. And it made me branch out in me a lot of great friends from best of the West and, and without best of the West, we wouldn't know people that are actually see, that we're seeing on TV nowadays. And I'm pointing out, you know, guys that I got to meet, including though a man that we talk about all the time, funny bone, you know, we're, we're mega fans of his. I mean, it took me two seconds to see him come out to Rob zombies, uh, house of a thousand corpses theme. It sucked in in a minute. The guy was awesome. He just did. We don't have enough characters in wrestling. And I, and I said to my wife, 30 years, that motherfucker, while watching Undertaker's Hall of Fame, I go, 30 years, there'll never be another guy who stayed character-wise like that. Bone is probably the next thing that I've ever seen that could stay in, in MJF. But nobody else really does a character 24-7 anymore, man. Right. Um, but I got to meet some great friends with Josh and Mike and all those guys there at Best of the West. So that, you know, and that, and I attribute that to doing with what we're doing here. So it was a... Uh, it's fun, you know, and get to see some fun indie wrestling. We did some uh, intriguing indie wrestling interviews. One, my buddy, Eric Eminon, Dark Sheik. Not sure she was fully awake that day. Anyway, um, <laughs> we did have tributes. We had some tribute shows. We'll say fortunately only two of them. Um, Brody Lee, an entire episode that was pretty much dedicated to him. I mean, yeah. it was an hour and a half of talking about him. And then uh, Scott Hall, just a couple weeks back, you know, we had a, a long time talking about him. Yeah, that was a shitty one. Uh, technically three, if we're talking about NXT. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> well, you know, that that's a shitty moment to cover. But, yeah. you know, other big moments that we covered was another shitty one, Black Wednesday. Oof. Remember that? We're like, we, we bumped a top topic. We're like, uh, yeah. I don't think we have to talk about this. There's not much more we could talk about. I can't believe how many people. And that's when, like, it was Rusev was let go. Like, it was like some top tier names. You're like, what the hell is going they on? I mean, I know the pandemic's going house. on. Totally, Sandy. yeah, yeah. It was, it was everybody. Um, it, it, you know, 
we had the every you know I'm saying you know big moment big moments everything we've covered so far but you know it was the whole entire birth of pandemic uh the birth of AEW us lasting through all that and how the pandemic actually affected wrestling too in a major way I mean we saw how it was dropping off some companies didn't last I mean Ring of Honor basically ran out of business because of this you could say that for sure um Tony Khan ended up buying Ring of Honor something we covered Several wrestlers end up being canceled, you know. Some people are still not back. Velveteen Dream. How high yeah. were we on him like Super. two years ago? You know Super what I mean? High. We're like, oh, this guy's going to be a WWE champion any minute now. <laughs> yeah, right. And, he had it. He you had know, everything. and yeah. Uh, and that, come on, the biggest thing to talk about. Jesus. I mean, I couldn't wait. And it was my, it was one of my favorite episodes. The weekend that was in August of 2020. Couldn't get any bigger. You start with Rampage and CM Punk comes back. Then Brock Lesnar returns at SummerSlam after Roman and Cena. Uh, Becky Lynch made the return. At, at I mean, it was a big... That was a, that was a great episode. Uh, but Punk coming back. Sharing that, I, I still say it all the time. Sharing it with my niece. I still message her all the time. I We messaged her and I was like, hey, going to see Punk in a dog collar match. I don't know what that is, but have a good time, Uncle Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, we've covered a lot of fun shit. Uh, I do miss the some of the fun shit we used to do, though. You know, like, I do miss hearing Wednesday Night Wars bumpers. I miss some of our old school bumpers, but your impressions, you don't do them anymore, man. You, you got to get back into that somehow. I think it's, uh, we got to get you back into just I mean, putting able, them in. I've been able to work on the Macho Man ones, you know, lately, uh, and I still like to do the Scott Steiner one every once in a while. It's like a virgin. It's pain. <laughs> I leave that one for you. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones, man, of all time. You regular fuck. <laughs> what was the Bray Wyatt one, the liar, liar line? I can't remember. <laughs> You dunked it. Oh my god, it was a liar li- <laughs> <laughs> You gave her a snossage, man. Oh, well, I man. forgot all about that one. I'll start I'll start mixing. You fucked up there. Eddie Guerrero, which was the funniest one for for <laughs> yeah. panties. You <laughs> I I I mean it's a I don't know. Are they cotton? Are they a thong or something I've never seen? <laughs> what? I thought we were in the circle. <laughs> oh, my God. Then the movie quotes the guess, of course. You know, a couple weeks back, you had your beer chug. That was interesting to watch. That was a fail. <laughs> it was fun. At least this week, you're drinking all the beer. Um, right. How about your guitar, man, for the Great White Hype? <laughs> great White Hope? Hope. Yeah. What was it? Hype. Hype, yeah. Butt whipping! <laughs> I'm proud of Another thing that I was like, that's in the intro. That's going in there. That That's a good one. Um, Hit the music, of course, became a thing every week, which I loved. Because that's not just for us to talk about the Buffalo Bills, man. That's a playoff Rick Rude. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You know, as soon as you did that, I go, was that Rick Rude? You go, goddamn right it was Rick Rude. Because exactly. we were coming off of, I think, just, I don't know, it was just a great winner, a, a playoff. I don't know what it was, but we're like, Fucking hit the music. It just yeah. worked. Um, and then, man, your Zeppelin intro was still one of my favorite things. Dude, I had been drinking. I was listening to music, and I heard the intro to the ocean, and I'm like, I'm just going to put that down, and he can use it as a bumper if he wants. And the next show, it, <laughs> that's what was the opening was that. Yeah. 
Well, we tried to, because then sometimes we would have some things to, you know, certain things you're like, hey, I want to use this, but I'm not sure how. Kind of like how I use my sound bits. I'm like, guys, wait till you hear this one about Hulk Hogan. It's a great <laughs> thing. That one, hey, you want to watch this porno? It's a good, it's funny. I don't think you understand humor. <laughs> we've had some fun shit that we put in there. Um, but then some we've tried to hide for ourselves. You know, we're like, one time you're like, that's such a good story. Let's use it as a hidden track. We went the old Green Day Dookie route, right? You know, oh, it goes wait back for five minutes. Well, no, but I'm saying that's how that. Wait, who else had hidden tracks? I don't know. That was the Tool, first for me. Aerosmith. Aerosmith's probably the first one that I recognized. Aerosmith. Who did Aerosmith? Which, which album, I mean? Pump. After What It Takes. There's a hidden track. I had the cassette, and I don't think I ever knew that. Wow. No shit. Yeah. Check it out. It's pretty cool. Wow. I just learned something new today. There you go. Look at that. Um. So it was kind of, you know, like I kept using the words for the Slammy Awards. You know, you're making certain jokes to make the boys pop, right? That's what the hidden track was for us. We were making ourselves just pop and laugh at certain shit. And if you haven't caught on to some of these hidden tracks, it's after <laughs> Nightwing does his outro. And if you didn't hear last week, by far, last week was my best. favorite. <laughs> last week was the best. My goddamn show, one. I'll do what I want. <laughs> my favorite was... One of my favorites was the, uh, it was the no context joke where we're just shooting a shit and we're both real giggly. We're just laughing. And I go, did you ever notice how white guys walk like this? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and your reaction is, what the fuck are you talking about? Because <laughs> you just came out of left field, man. But, like, we do that. Or, like, the... Uh, um. Jackie just told me you're being an asshole, and I knew she was talking to the dog. I'm like, oh, my God, my wife just did that about licking crotch the other day. Hey, I got one for you that tops all. It never made a hidden track, but it technically is a hidden track. Motherfucker said orphanage. <laughs> you want to tell me I'm making the boys pop? Now, that just made the boys pop on the 100th episode. That's amazing. Nobody gets Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Um, and, dude, I like that we've we've kept jokes going like that. On-running jokes. You know, like some of them are the hidden tracks, and then they end up... To, like, the hidden track last week is the on-running joke of me singing Jeff Jarrett, man. I mean, it's... <laughs> look at I told you. As a kid, I fucking called Media Play and Best Buy. Do you have Jeff Jarrett's CD? <laughs> well, who, no one knows who the fuck Jeff Jarrett is. What? All right. Fine. I got duped as a kid, all right? You got me kayfabe-wise. <laughs> fuck you. They shouldn't have said in stores now. They really shouldn't have. They got me. All right. I want to know if anybody else. Please leave a comment. Oh, I'm sure. Call, so, I'm let sure us know if you've ever, if anybody one. else did that. I'm sure, but God damn it. I was like, I got to have this CD because I got to sing this to all the girls and let them know they're my baby tonight. By the way, up until when I was younger, I thought it was turn the lights off, close the door. No, it's turn the lights off, bolt the door. I'm like, ooh, that's some real rapist shit yeah, right, right there. <laughs> but we renamed a lot of people, too. That was fun. It started with Joey Janela being the dollar store version of John Moxley. That was 
<laughs> that was one of my favorites. Uh, we couldn't decide who he was because he changed his name. Robert Rude, Rob Rude. We went with Bob Rude to the point that WWE caught on, and now they're calling him Bob Rude. Seriously. I'm not calling him Riddle. I'm calling him just Matt. Um, we've dubbed X-Pac Heat to Deborah Heat. Yep. That's a recent one. You have Street Profits and Private Party are officially Private Profits. Love it. Freaking. <laughs> for Rollins. Swole Jr., which is a little hit at the uh, the Draft League. What was it? The uh, the Draft League guy that was bitching no, about was everything. We, we said. Swole Jr. Oh, yeah. Uh, that boy, which I love that well, you just started I'll, calling I'll him say. that. It just worked so well. Well, you, you and that's how that him, ca- that's the couch thing happened too. Yeah, you referenced him that way in the couch story. So then the next time that I brought it up, I'm like that boy. It, it worked so perfect. Um, and one of our most recent rename namings is probably my favorite one. Aubrey Manson. I feel like such an asshole for that one. But God, damn why? This. Put him side to side as a logo one day. Oh, man. We had some drafts, too. Survivor Series. We did a WrestleMania draft. Some tournaments, too. The top of today's crop and the tag teams. We have fun. We we, we change shit up. You know, it's not just talking. Yeah, we we have good ones. We're going to have to do a, uh, I don't know, what's left. We did Survivor Series, a WrestleMania, tag team tournament, singles. Not much left unless we just kind of do a trios tournament, stables tournaments. Ooh, top 100 Royal Rumble. Okay. I will fucking kill you. The greatest Royal Rumble. Do you remember? Ever. Do you remember the time that you, you had a promo war? <laughs> oh, you were doing that one. I was like, Do you remember the time when we <laughs> fell in love? A little Eddie Murphy cameo in the beginning of uh, <laughs> Do You Remember, Girl? <laughs> but do you remember the time that you had to cut a promo against our old co host, Rex Youngblood? Oh, I do. Yeah, the pre-scripted one I did fine, but then the other one, the chicken nuggets hit in, and I'm like, wow, you're really hurting my feelings. Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> wow, he just went to the core telling me I don't know anything about wrestling. What an asshole. <laughs> that was fun. But then we band together and cut a promo on Nightwing, so it was even better. Um, I mean, we could cut a promo right now if we wanted to. I mean, do, do you have it in you? I don't think I have the nail file. <laughs> that's something that I got cut from our intro I couldn't dude if it was up to me I'd have a 17 minute intro of all of our favorite hits of some of the things we said but that's something our favorite thing my favorite thing wow we're judging pro uh, our promo wars by a nail file hey man alright we'll do the real promo alright it's a sappy promo the thank you promo I don't have to cut a real character promo. This is from the heart, for real. Honestly, the downloads don't lie. The views, the listeners, it doesn't lie. And it's it's not a bullshit thing. We like to make fun of it and say, you know, it's just us three listening. But no, there are people who are listening. Little John, four. Marty, five. I'm, just, I'm not going to start counting everybody. Let's hey, do top kids. 100 uh, listeners. Just kidding. Um, no, but thank you to everybody who does listen to us. We are happy we actually made it to 
100 episodes. So 200, it's not far away, man. We're going to be there real soon. We'll probably be roughly about maybe midway through 98, 99 of uh, the, the Monday Night Wars. Who knows where we'll be at that point. But it's it's been a lot of fun. Honestly, I, I never, ever have a, ugh, I don't feel like recording today, feeling, you know? Right. Always looking forward to it. This is my um, look, decompression. This is my yeah. favorite thing to look forward to every week because especially when you and I were like, how's it? Oh, it's been a fucking Monday. Let's get this shit going. I need to, <laughs> I need to lose got my, a case my cool. Mondays. Yeah, hence why you had to chug a couple beers last week. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> what are your thoughts, man, before we uh, wrap this bitch up? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go on a little rant here because I don't even know if you remember this. This all started before we even moved to this house because we didn't start doing the podcast till we moved here. So mm-hmm. about a year before we moved here, it was nice summer night. I had been drinking. Big surprise as most of my stories focus around. Out in the driveway, just chain smoking cigarettes, and you called me, and we just started. I remember where I was too, and, dude. I was in Nebraska, and I'm, and I'm just like, dude so cool that I'm back into wrestling. We should do a podcast. And you're like, totally. And like a year later, you're like, you remember that when you were shit faced and you said we should do a podcast? We should do a podcast. I'm like, I said that? I have a mole? Well, <laughs> I have a mole? Oh my God. Before I leave you, best line of my of the entire weekend from my wife while watching it. She goes, did Charlotte Flair's mole get released? <laughs> it was excommunicated. I have a mole. <laughs> now, but the Robin Hood Men in Tights, that may be one of my favorite that, episodes yeah, that we did. Exactly. I had to find it. it, it ultimately, let's not get ourselves, man. This is a vanity project. This is for me and you. This is just for me and you totally. to fucking be able to do this. And it's a fucking blast. And it's gotten better and better and better and better. And it is, like you said, it's what you look forward to. So it's really cool. Uh, my thing would be is <clears throat> if you're listening to this and you know me personally, reach out to me and tell me that you listen to this. I'd like to know that. I don't want your opinion on it. I don't care if you liked it or hate it. That's not what I'm concerned about. But I want to know that you actually listened to it, that you took time out of your day to listen to it. That's what I want to know, because I'm interested to know who the people that I know that are listening to it. Um, totally. I'm looking at the site right now. I know uh, we tend not to kayfabe this too much, but or overuse the word kayfabe too much, but uh, we're at 2,990 downloads all time. 10 away from 3,000. That's about 30 an episode. So that's not. I mean, did I would say for we, 100 episodes, that's. I like it, man. I think we would get 30 sick. listens an episode. I, w- I didn't. I and mean, in WWE numbers, that's like 10,000 downloads. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. You're like, don't tell me what. I don't want your opinion of the show. It doesn't matter. It's funny because I love my, my brother, Marty. That he, you know, he's the most honest man one of the most honest men that i know in my life and i love he reminds me of bill the cat (laughs) (laughs) it's funny he he said you remind him of uh bassist from soundgarden the bassist or the guitarist the guitarist kim thale guitarist kim thale that's who it is. Yep, I've yep, gotten that's who it is. Yep. before. I've actually gotten that before, and it's one of the nicest compliments I've ever received. So thank you. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, when he when he said the gemologist thing, I wanted to be like, ah oh, man, what do you think of the show? And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to ask that question. Yeah. You know what? 
Thanks for listening. <laughs> I don't want an opinion. Not that he would shit on it. No, it's just more of like, honestly, yeah, we like doing what we're doing. And we're in this because it's kind of the same reason. When I'm going out and playing music, I'm doing it for me. I'm not, do- I mean, yeah, Absolutely. I'm there to to 100%. entertain people. But that music is, I'm playing the music I want to hear. It's not for you guys. I'm not going to play Sweet Caroline because you guys want to hear it. I, I'm I high enough you. or drunk that enough that I'll Matthews do it. Did you hear that, everybody that's oh. listening? Dave Matthews Band and Sweet Caroline, go fuck yourself. Absolutely. Well, hey, man. How about that movie of the week? Ah, oh, such a classic. I love that one. What do you think of it? Have you seen Lucky Number 11? I have seen it. It is a fantastic movie. You guys should watch it. Cool. Hey, thanks for listening to Top of Wrestling Podcast, everybody. Sorry, that's the most we could do for this movie of the week. We're already stretched out at three hours max. Um, <laughs> no, lucky number 11. Especially since, you know, all the most recent news with Bruce Willis. Underrated mm-hmm. film. Very good movie. Check Very it out. Underrated. So that is our movie of the week to just toss out there for you guys. Uh, we will be back next Wednesday with episode 101. That's right. Ooh, Professor, episode 101. I like that. Hey, can we just talk about the fact that Serena Deeb is a professor and we have not fucking called that out yet, ever? That she's the professor? Serena Deeb is the professor and every week she has a thing. I'm like, wait, we haven't called out the fact that I'm the professor, she's the professor? I mean, she can put me in a submission move and I'll be absolutely fine with it. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening to Top of Wrestling Podcast. Here's ODM with his last four words of the week for you. Put a shirt on. (laughs) Tiger bitch! The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by The Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are The Professor, Mark Fantasia, and ODM, Joe Rizzo. With special weekly segments by Nightwing the Analyst, Rashawn Hilton. Without your continued support, it would just be some guys talking wrestling. Feel free to interact with the show on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com. I, I think I think we should try it like this. And clap. 98, 99, 100. <laughs> yeah, no. Brian Last does that. He does this whole <clears throat> spiel. It's like, a, I'm not even going to go into it. It's just, <laughs> no, I, fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Speaking of you just saying fucking Christ, um, I want to throw a challenge to you for an episode down the road one day. Maybe it's the final episode of the season. A PG episode. Who can go the longest without accidentally just blurting out a swear word? And why I, I thought yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, why I thought of it is I'm right now halfway through in the IT crowd, the episode of it opened up with Moss in jail. You think this is a flipping <laughs> game? <laughs> <laughs>
Is that the one where you stole like 20 copies of the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as I am right now. But oh, that's okay. it. Just right there. But oh my God, I was cracking up the whole. Uh, he goes, Yo, you think this is a flipping game? <laughs> Fucking boss is probably one of the greatest characters I never knew existed, but I'm so glad I'm watching this show. He's amazing. 